Which implies Taste of freedom I don't know the next line You should know that line You should know that song Big Ren We'll talk about the uh, The gentleman we lost back to back In the wrestling world here momentarily um, Ren how are you dude Good bro Yeah Get ready to go on fucking vacation next week Hell on yeah the FTA Hell yeah You? Well, I, um, I'll say this, man. I am lucky that I'm a physical specimen. Um, I'm lucky I'm 35 and not 53 because I just, uh, broke a chair in my home. Um, uh, getting ready to link with you to this chair I'm sitting in. Uh, it was like a goddamn comedy. It was, it was disgusting. I sat in this chair, leaned back a little bit. And that shit said, bop, 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 bop. And I said, oh, oh, oh. Uh, uh, uh. Um, listen, man. Had I, had I been a little older. They Our chairs, bro. They were kind of, they were kind of flimsy. Which one? Did you sit in them? The chairs were kind of flimsy, dog. Did you sit in them? No, oh, dude, I fucking... Oh, dude, I, no, like, on it, you know, like, like you're riding a bike. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I man. I love about it. <laughs> the one I sat in, and now listen to me, I could All feel, right. I could feel it, like, I guess I could like feel it coming, but like, I'm like, no, it's a chair, like it's not gonna break, it's wood, and uh, yeah, man, and we almost last week was almost our last podcast, we didn't know it. Um. Yeah. Um. Otherwise, yeah, bro. Yeah, FTA man. What's how you feel, dog? Uh, uh, I mean, I'm getting excited to see my bros. Yeah, you sound excited. That I haven't seen in a while. How's your connection, man? Yeah, I mean, it's saying we got a. It's saying we got a bad connection. Good over here, bro. Yeah, maybe it's me. It's always me. Okay. Good. It's always me. Let's pause real quick. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm drop you and come right back, player. Ah, uh, we make it now. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, we gonna make it. Told you the third one. Like kissing styles, we gonna make it. But yeah, FTA. I'm yeah. uh, I'm a bit more excited about it. Like I said, just because it's getting closer and I get to be off work for a week and get to see a lot of people I haven't seen in like a year probably. So yeah. yeah, it'll be sick. Hell yeah! Who you uh, looking forward to seeing the most as far as uh, bands go? I don't want you to put your friends on a ranking system that probably wouldn't go well. I mean, like it's tough. Yeah. Cause like there's only like five bands, like maybe like five to eight bands I want to see out of like like thirty eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, enforced will be sick. Ingrown, they'll be hard as hell. Um, the the headliners, the Cavaliers. That's uh, Max and Igor from Sepultura back in the day. They're brothers. Okay. So they're playing like the first two records. E. Okay, okay. That'd be okay. pretty cool. What do you do when there's bands performing that you don't want to see? 
Shit, dude. I'm chilling this year, man, on my campsites right down by the stages. I'm going to yeah. go back to camp. <laughs> make a sandwich. Make a sandwich. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to go back to camp. Make a sandwich. Hell no, man. Like my, like my homies that I normally camp with there, I think they're camping in our old spot, and that's like way up on top of the fucking hill. And mm. like that's why like, I was like, fuck that hill this year. Like I had it like I was waiting like, I went ahead and got this campsite, like, close, right? You got to pay for it, but they they provide you with a tent. It's all set up and everything. So, like, all you got to do is bring your shit, like, yeah. your food, your beer. I'm bringing a big-ass, like, 10 by 10 canopy to put over that bitch. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, the so, like, but they're camping all the way up at the – they're camping all the way up there. So, like, I didn't want to fuck with all that. But right. I was I was holding out for golf carts didn't happen and i like yeah. i was even gonna sell like i had a guy i was gonna sell my campsite too oh shit just to cover the golf cart you know and then he hit me up like two weeks like i got a rip site and i was like okay bet yeah. fucking we'll be neighbors then got you, got he's you, coming got from fucking cleveland so he's gonna have to leave like at midnight mm. at least they weren't doing uh golf carts they're not that's oh, why that's why yeah yeah Gotcha. That's why I'm staying down there. Gotcha. They are yeah, doing yeah. this shit though, like this golf cart taxi. Oh. Like, like they go off tips, like you can tip them, <laughs> you know, and they'll take you wherever. Yeah. I don't know how well that's gonna work. No, that's gonna be a show. That's gonna yeah, be a whole like, show. It's gonna be fucking hot too. It's gonna <laughs> be like low nineties. Oh. So I ain't looking forward to that. One last hot ass day. Where's that? Where's it at? Yeah. That? Uh, it's in Caven Rock, Illinois. Caven Hog Rock Campground, baby. Uh, that sounds like a mid-shelf sundown town, I ain't gonna lie. But, hey. Nice little place. <laughs> nice little place. <laughs> you weren't supposed to say that in response to what I just said, but, uh. Like, the, the closest beers. Go, 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 go way down, go way down. I'm done fucking with you. You're fine. <laughs> Thank you. I'm done Thank fucking you. with you. Um, I already have like three B-O-N-E's. No, go. He knows what that says now. That's that's uh, kind of cute that he knows that. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> that's, that's super cute. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> but uh, uh, I might shower once. I don't know. Holy shit. plenty of wet wipes. Holy shit. Dog, that water was disgusting last year. Yeah. Like, got it in my mouth, and it was, it was, it was bad, dude. <laughs> got it in my mouth. How long, how long is it? Four days. Mm. Okay, so let's play with this. Um, so if you shower once, which, which day is the day to shower? Depends on how wild I get. <laughs> you know so what I mean? After day two, you're like, oh, hey, man, let's not earn this one. <laughs> Yeah, or like if I'm like super hungover, it's like, oh, let me go get some of that nasty ass water in my mouth. (laughs) Wake me up (laughs) for nutrients. (laughs) Yeah, because it's it's right next to the Ohio River. It's like okay, like when we pull in there, like you could walk probably like 50 feet and see the river. Guys, that's not a far drive. You what? Two hours? Um, it's an hour, bro. An hour, okay. So the shower won't be on the first day because I imagine you'll be freshly showered before you drive. Yeah. yeah. So that's at least one full day of filth. Second day, mm, depends, right? But probably, so probably either by the end of day two or sometime by mid, 
day three, I would imagine. I mean, like, I'm bringing plenty of deodorant, wet wipes, and, like, uh, uh, shit, that body powder shit. I'll be wearing body that shit to work some days. shit, okay. For work, like, on really hot days. Yeah, you powdering I'm up. sweating as much. Yeah, You swear you a black auntie. <laughs> <laughs> Get that powder, that baby powder up on you. You know what I'm saying? I, I swear, dude. That's funny. That's funny as hell. <laughs> well, enjoy that, brother. Enjoy that, dude. For real. Yeah. I uh I took your advice and uh kind of put a little bit of pressure on my brother from another and now I'm the only person going to WrestleMania. Um I got the ticket. And here, here's the thing. So we we talked, right? We talked on the phone, and I was getting language like he like want to go language, but like yeah. couldn't commit language. And mm-hmm. just as I knew it would, them tickets went up. Yep. From what I saw three to four days ago, prior to. Yeah. So I'm like, listen, don't listen. And there was a certain you know certain seats I didn't want. You know what I'm saying? That, you know, it just didn't coincide, so he, he he decided to bow out. And so I was like, Well, now that I'm going alone, um, why don't I just why don't I just go in a little bit? <laughs> so uh got me a rip roaring decent seat comparatively. Oh yeah, we're uh, at. Um, not on the floor. Not on the floor. Okay. Uh but like lower level, like right above the floor. Nice. Um and so, you know, I I I gave him my firstborn. Yeah, uh, I bet. Yeah, my firstborn to to do this. But here's the thing, man. It's a two day affair. Yeah. Um, inflation is a thing. Yeah. But listen, man, affirm and Klarna and all that shit. Oh, what a godsend. Oh yeah, they like you could do that shit on God uh, PayPal down. too. Like oh, uh, like for that. Yeah, like for that uh for that campsite. Mm. I was paying installments on that. Hell yeah. God came like down and gave 50 us installments. Bucks. It was like it was like seventy bucks for like six months or something. No, it was like seventy bucks for like four months. Okay. Yeah, they put a, they put a little so tax a little, little interest on it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah motherfuckers. Yeah. Like, they gotta I'm get geeked. theirs. I'm geek, bro. Cody Rose gonna save racism, gonna hold his baby up yes, like sir. Simba. She gonna hold the belt. She'll be like three years old. She could probably hold a twenty five pound belt by then. She's probably already training. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> Imagine them promos. Hell yeah, man. Uh so I'm geeked. That's gonna be dope. Um otherwise I'm tired as fuck, bro. And I'm under pressure and I'm not stressed yet. I'm just annoyed, nigga. I'm annoyed. Uh, it's wedding season. Like it's yep. wedding season. Like the shit in the summertime. May, June, that's to get ready for this shit. July and August, that's, you know, a little calm down shit. But, God damn, it's wedding Mageddon, bro. Yeah, fuck that. Uh-huh. I, got, I got 20 events this weekend. Ugh. I got other days where I got 16 on just one Saturday. And then Fridays and Sundays wrapped around it. It's fucking sick. I got emotional ass brides already bothering me. So that means every little, every little small thing my DJs do like pisses me off. Oh man, I'm interviewing people they are fucking idiots. Like here's the thing, man. I hope there's other like bosses listening, like people who are in charge of people listening. Like there's nothing that annoys me more as a boss 
than like interviewing somebody and all they can do is just try to sell me on themselves instead of being a real nigga. <laughs> like I literally had to tell somebody because they're sitting there and she's telling me, man, you know, I've got all this energy and I'm a people person and I love events and I just, I love music. And it's, and by the end of the interview, I'm like, listen, here is my concern. <laughs> here is my concern. Stop selling me on who you are and just be that person. Yeah. Like, don't sell me. Not. Don't sell me. Your your traits are going to come through. If you're fake, if you're whack, all I'm going to do is remember you sitting at my table trying to sell me. Yeah. Right? Like, I'll ask people. I'll ask people, like, what they're looking to get out of job. Right? You know what my favorite answer is? Get me paid, dog. Nigga! <laughs> I'm here for this money. Y- yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you for being real. Dog. Yeah, listen, I love what I do. Every aspect of it. I love growing people. It helps me grow myself. I love performing. I love all this shit. But you know what else? Get me paid. Nigga, I got bills. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to go to WrestleMania in six months. Yep. <laughs> so... Be honest with me. I like that shit. Yeah, you want to get paid? Let me show you how to get this paper. Yeah. That's such a stigma. Like, people can't be honest about it. Like, I don't know how this shit goes in, like, corporate offices. What do you, like, I, we don't get respect for just being honest about shit anymore. Nope. You know what I'm saying? There's some shit you can't say, but the <laughs> most relatable shit in the world is money because we all have to have it. Yeah. Because that's the game we played. Our parents got lit. Y'all going to give me a place to stay? Right. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Our parents got lit off the Henny one random night in the late 80s, and now we got bills. Yeah. No shit. Didn't ask for the bills. Pops, put the bush down. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) Fuck. That was a fucked up double entendre I didn't even mean. But. Yep. That was crazy. That was crazy. That's crazy. Um, there's a picture of me somewhere of me drinking, uh, I think, a bush. Uh, my daddy handed it to him. was like two years old, giving me a good little swig. Uh, Hell yeah. It's good for you. Good for you. Put some hair on your chest. Uh, I've got no hair on my chest. I can barely grow a beard. Um, but, yes, it's good for you. But, yeah, man, stop lying to people, man. I, I don't know. Again, I can't speak for other bosses in fucking places, but, like, uh, I want to buy tickets, and I want to like I mean, buy stuff. We got the we got this one nude girl work new lady. <clears throat> Look at you being she sweet. She used to, a new lady. She used to, no, I mean like <laughs> she's not like a girl, but like she's not like old, but like you know what I mean. But like new female. <laughs> yeah, we got this new female work. <laughs> work. Yeah, she was like, oh, yeah, I used to run this restaurant here in town. And I'm thinking, that fucking place is closed. <laughs> <laughs> Were you there? Ran <laughs> that closed? bitch into the ground. And then, like, I was talking to this other chick at work, and she, I told her that. I was like, yeah, this, this motherfucker said she used to run this restaurant. Oh, and she God. was like, no, I fucking hired her there. Oh, my God. We fired God. her, like, two weeks later because she could never show up. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Yo, why does everybody suck at everything now? 
Like, dude, I don't get it. Oh man, like I find myself asking, like, I'm like, where the fuck do they get these motherfuckers at work? Like, where Bro, do they find you at? <laughs> was it our innocence growing up that like made us think that everybody was good at what they do? Because I don't dog, know, man. No, the I mean, vast like, people majority used to be good of people at what they suck. do. Yeah, people used to be good at that shit, but I feel like now it's like now there's all these distractions and people got all these excuses bro out the ass bro you know so people did people did actually used to be good that's crazy yeah i think so yeah i think so <laughs> i think they did yeah i don't like, know anymore. before before like y2k everybody was everybody was on their shit you think it was the year 2000 i think it was dude yeah. it's computers the fucking it clocks. was the People getting scared. You fucking clocks clocked, and now, yeah, yeah, dude, dude. Listen, I, you Better know what? Why two K? Why two K compliant? Facts. You know? I would say, mm, I would say every social media after Facebook. So like, just too much. Like oh six, because I think like, Twitter actually Facebook started in oh six. It was. It was just, that's what it was, because it was just for college kids. The minute mm-hmm. Facebook stopped grandmas on there. giving you all the bad news in your fucking comment box, sorry, Uncle yeah. Tony passed away. Grandma, yeah. what the fuck? Um, yeah, I think that's what it was. When Facebook stopped being for college students is when shit went left. Yep. Damn. Thanks, Mark. Fucking Mark? Mork-ass Mark? <laughs> Thanks, Zuck. Damn, dude, that's crazy. Yeah, because Twitter started in like 06, but like it didn't really get hot to like 08, 09. And then IG was a thing, Vine was a thing, which just turned into TikTok. Fuck, bro, yeah. The second yeah. they let your aunties get on Facebook is when shit went left. A bunch of people trying to, I don't I listen. We're lifelong wrestling fans, so I understand the idea of people trying to hold on to certain parts of their childhood to make them feel a certain way. But you don't got to act like no fucking weirdo on the internet because of it. Oh, yeah. Fuck. (laughs) Put the phone down, right? Listen, I always say we grew up, we were born at the best time. Yeah. Because we saw VHS, DVDs into streaming, and we were able to, like, confidently work into those transitions to where we'll never be the uncle on Facebook who posted the same profile pic six times. <laughs> nope. <laughs> never. Uh-uh. Never. Uh, I love that about my mom. She was like, listen, I don't want none of that shit. Yeah. Had no interest in none of that shit. I had an auntie who she didn't have a Facebook page, but somehow she always knew what was happening on Facebook. Which is crazy. I love you, Auntie. Rest in peace. But that's 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 wild. <laughs> that's wild. She had, no, she had a page. Like she was creeping. She would get she would get updates somehow from like friends of hers who had Facebook page. Pardon me if I'm like grabbing at myself. I think there's still like shards of wood in my body in different places. <laughs> but um, yeah, dude. So I don't. I never want to be that. I wonder what it would take for me to get off social media. It might be too ingrained in our lives to fully leave it versus just like be on it less. 
oh, dude, I used to know so many motherfuckers. Are like, oh, I got to make a new account. I was like, why? It's like, oh, I don't know. I just want to start over. It's that like, what the fuck is, you mean? <laughs> bro, I got a cousin. Now, granted, granted, and if I'm going to hell for saying this, it is what it is. He's a bit challenged. He is on, like, his, and I'm not exaggerating, like, his ninth Facebook page. You still get friend requests, don't you? Bro, I got, like, six of them just sitting there. Just sitting there. I had to tell one of my homies, like, I'm not accepting this. Bro, you are not. <laughs> listen, you're not interesting enough for one page, let alone <laughs> six of them shits. Oh, dude, like, all these fucking people that get hacked. It's like, how the fuck do you, like. Bro, your, I feel like, your like, password is password. Hacked, well, not like, because like, I've gotten messages. Yeah. Like, hey, can you help me get back into my account? I need your phone number. And it's like, no. No, like, what are you talking fuck? about? No. <laughs> how does my phone number help you get into your account? <laughs> yeah. Do I look like your fucking uncle with six yeah. profile pictures? Like, and they're like, like, I don't feel bad because like, half the time I don't even know these motherfuckers. Like, yeah. Like, they just added me because, like, the shit that I post. Yeah. And, like, they'll try to add me back, and, like, I'm not going to fucking follow you. Bro. Like, because you don't post shit. Anyways, that's another thing. Like, I will not fucking follow you, like, on Instagram. <laughs> like, I probably said it before. Like, if you're a fucking dude, and all you do is post fucking selfies. <laughs> no. I'm not if trying to see your fucking, fucking face dude. every fucking day. Uh, yeah. Just for fucking that. selfies, bro. I feel that. I feel that. I'm sure I got a couple of homies who somehow only see my story if my shirt is off. So, I haven't had my shirt off in a while, and I haven't seen a face in my stories in a while. I don't know what the, the correlation is. Might have, but, uh, you might have got muted, dog. I probably did get muted. I probably did. I probably did. Sorry. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm listen, man, you don't know what you're going to get with me. You're going to get a little bit of everything. Sometimes you're going to yeah. get my brain. Sometimes you're going to get my titties. I work hard mm-hmm. on both of them, you know? Yep. That's what it is. Sometimes, you know, hey. Shout out to, uh, well, shout out to me, and shout out to uh, the entire cast of Almost 30. The season finale dropped earlier this week. Nice. Uh, we had a cool little rap party, and uh, literally saw myself on the silver screen. Nice. Which is uh, an interesting feeling. Like, I knew it was coming, but like, isn't he too, right? Like, we're in the parking lot of this place, and I'm running into, like, the uh, uh, head of audio. We chopping up in the parking lot, and I see the guy putting on the film festival, videography guy. We chopping in the parking lot. Then the director comes, and there's another actor there. But then there's, like, other people who had nothing to do with it who were just there to see it. Yeah. And... I was like getting props and shit. Like, hey man, you did it. I'm like, ah, oh, you know what I'm saying? That's dope. Yeah, yeah, that's dope. And then the finale comes on. It's on this big <clears throat> screen. And I put it on my Facebook page and I put it on my IG story. Y'all will miss it. I might make a post of it. Probably won't. Just just follow me. So you just, you know what I'm saying? You might get my brain, you might get my titties. But in my phone, I have a picture of me on a literal movie screen. Hell yeah, it's tight. And that's fucking tight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, on a small scale, on a small scale, I've done damn near damn near everything I've wanted to do. 
so now it's just a matter of doing more of it and maybe doing more of certain things on a bigger scale. But like the only thing I haven't done I can think of, right? I want to be on a do rag package. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I remember you talking about that. Yeah, like bro, you got you got to email the company, bro. I do, I do. I gotta oh, get do, my. Oh, you do? No, no, no. I have not, but I know I gotta do. Oh, yeah. I gotta reach out somehow. But like, yeah, I gotta give him my best, like over the shoulder, like stone face with the cape flowing in the go background. Get some, go get some headshots done. I have some. wearing a do rag. E, I do have to get him with a do rag on. Yeah, dude. Yeah, you do. See, that's what it is. That's what it is. Um, yeah, but yeah, dude. You might like, not get paid. They might just hook you up with free do rags for life. They better give me one percent of every do rag sold with my face on it. I don't know, man. Is that asking for a lot? That's pretty steep. One percent, one one. Penny? I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how those companies. What you mean those? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how they operate. Those companies. No, I feel you. I feel you, man. It's, listen, man, it's somebody's Korean grandmother's company. They're going to get me out of here. Yeah, um, right. They just, just put a black dude on the front yeah, of it. That's all like, they do. Hey. They know how to market that shit. <laughs> every, every beauty supply shop is somebody's Korean auntie. <laughs> they run, they've been running that family business for years in the slums of whatever city you moved to. That shit nuts, oh, bro. Shit. But, yeah, man, I've radio. For three and a half years to where, like, people were literally looking forward to me for three hours a week, right? Which transformed into the Archive podcast, which transformed into this. Bro, people like listening to us, and that's fucking weird to me, but it's fucking fire. I understand it, but it's interesting to me. You know what I'm saying? This was uh, uh, yesterday, I think. Yesterday, the day before, somebody in one of the groups I'm in. It's got like half a million people. They're like, yo, where's the, where's that fucking dude that's been shotgunning those tall boys at? I haven't seen him in like forever. You know what I'm saying? I was like, hey. Hey, what up, bro? Like, yeah, the algorithms are just so fucked up on those pages now right. on that fucking Facebook. You never see, yeah, yeah. You never see what you want to see. Yup. Yeah. yeah. So, that shit, yeah. I showed you what my algorithms are like. They fucking, them fucking shit. Them, yeah. Like, you could post a picture, like, you just post a picture with a beer and caption is cheers and it'll get like a thousand likes. And like, I don't do this shit for the likes. Right. But like, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, like I'm actually yeah. out here fucking gunning it, getting it. You know what I'm saying? It is interesting the things that people, and not interesting in a bad way, but just fascinating the things that people attach to, and then being attached to those things, right? Mm-hmm. Like we provide a visceral, emotional reaction to things we say, just me and you talking. <laughs> yeah. And so, like you know, again, from radio to this. I've put out music of varying quality depending on the time of my life and our abilities behind a production board in our dorm rooms and apartments and closets mm-hmm. and very uh, on a small scale, like people can go to their YouTube and see me perform. I saw myself on a movie screen 24 hours ago, like, and then people were like, Hey, you kind of killed that shit. I, oh, yeah. They called me smooth. They called me messy. They called me funny. They called me all that shit. And it was like, <laughs> hell yeah. Yeah. You're fucking right. You know what I'm saying? So, shout out to the cast. Shout out to the crew. Um, did I tell you that they were pitching it at a film festival a couple weeks ago? Yeah, you did. Yeah, I don't know how everything went, but that's actually why. So, the people who uh, who wonder why the, the episodes are so short, it's to give it a snippet 
to be able to pitch it in certain places. So the episodes yeah. are short, so they can pitch it a little better and then you know flesh it out later. But they were up in the up in the shy, the XL Film Festival pitching it. I don't know what that would nice. mean for me. I don't know if that means they would recast everyone, but like shit, to know that I was a part of that pitch and it may go somewhere. That's you know that's dope too. That's dope too. So now it's a matter of uh, finding more places, finding more, finding more things to do, man. The bug don't stop biting, you know. So fuck yeah! I hope you get bit again. Yeah, yeah, bite me. I get in the best way. Yeah, yeah, for know. sure. Yeah, put your mouth on me. Yeah. Um. So for sure, man. Um, you ready to get started though? Yeah, let's do it. Let's get started, man. I want to thank y'all for pressing play on episode one hundred ninety four of the Hard Camera T H C C X C I V, and I'm your guy, your guy Juve, J U V, just under your vision. I'm sitting here with my tag team partner, as always. Big Ren, the legendary, and together we are the B team. Big Ren, let me know I can reach you on the social medias, dog. You got it, amigo. All you sick fucks can find me on TikTok, Twitter, Threads, and Instagram at a motherfucker, a underscore m a a f f h u c k a. Check it the fuck out. You know, I realize that I keep saying find us on like Twitter, but it's not Twitter anymore. It's X. I just thought I, I just updated my app today, and I was like, I'm not saying X. I'm still gonna flow, say Twitter. So. Like, yeah, this is like X. the 2023 version of, like, saying WWF versus WWE. Yep. Uh, find me on Twitter, <laughs> threads, and it's like y'all, y'all still know what the fuck I'm talking about. You so know what I'm talking don't about, have right? To, you know. I'm not sending out X's. I'm sending out tweets. You know what I'm saying? At Juvidesayuno, J-U-V-I-D-E-S-A-Y-U-N-O. Check out the show page. Me and Big Renner's show page at The Hard Camera. You already know. You already know what it is. Uh, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcast, Breaker, a myriad, a plethora of other places. Ooh. Heart woman content, heart building content. Content that, man, just... Uh, how do we get here? How do we get here? Uh, you tricked me. I did trick you. I did trick <laughs> you. I did trick you. One day, both of our sets of parents got lit off the henny. And here we are because, hell, their parents got lit off the henny sometime in the mid-50s or early 60s because their parents got lit off the moonshine in the fucking (laughs) concert over there was pay our bills, dog. Um, So there's a lot of wrestling. There's a lot of wrestling. But first, man, I want to say last week we didn't get proper tribute to a fallen soldier. Uh, the hardcore legend Terry Funk um, passed away. The uh, uh, so much you can say about Terry Funk, former NWA champion, yeah. so former ECW champion, Chainsaw Charlie, Egg Sucking Dog, Your Mother's a Whore. Like, there's so much to say about Terry Funk. Any any memories of Terry Funk, man? You want to share? Oh, dude, fucking Roadhouse. <laughs> Facts. Yeah. Oh, I, <laughs> He's so good in Roadhouse. <laughs> I feel you, man. One of the first. I watched that a couple weeks ago. Like, it's, always, it's one of my favorites. Yeah. But yeah. Like, if there's nothing, I was like, fuck, I'm on Roadhouse. It's a good movie. Facts. Facts. One of the first wrestlers turned actors. Yeah. Like, I was reading some posts to where, like, they were saying, like, Yo, over the top, too. Over the top. Yeah, for sure, right? Yeah. 
where I was reading some posts where they're saying, like, hey, my, my first introduction to Terry Funk was actually Roadhouse. Yep. So, like, I didn't know he was a wrestler. And then my grandmother was like, yeah, he's Terry Funk. And I'm like, fuck, oh, shit. So you just <laughs> enhance that. My actual first introduction to Terry Funk. So let's take it back. You remember um, Cody Rhodes versus Dustin Rhodes, double or nothing, 2018, yeah. 2019. And yep. the promo that Cody dropped at the end of that match. About yep. how he don't want just any partner. I need my brother, right? So that promo was inspired by, as we've talked about, by the Dusty Rhodes promo back in 1994. Dusty Rhodes to Dustin Rhodes. Well, the feud that they were in was Dusty and Dustin Rhodes versus Arn Anderson and Terry Funk. Mm-hmm. So my introduction to Terry Funk was tied to my favorite Dusty promo. And then you learn more and more about Terry Funk, the death matches, the classic feud with Ric Flair, um, fucking <laughs> Chainsaw Charlie and the dumpster match at WrestleMania 14. Yep. The fact that he, you know, during Hell in a Cell, Undertaker and Mankind, because Mankind was so fucked up, he goes to Taker and tells Taker to choke slam him. Just to keep the night going, keep the match going somehow. Taker choke slams him literally out of his shoes. Yeah. <laughs> literally out of his shoes. Um, the multiple retirements <laughs> from Terry Funk. Um, rest easy, man. Rest easy, legend. You've 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 added so much to this this beautiful art form, man, that we somehow find ourselves some kind of addicted to for for better for worse. Um. And then the very next day, the very next day, we lost such a creative force in Bray Wyatt. Now, while we had uh, not been the most complimentary of his most recent creative output you cannot take away what he did in such a short time what I didn't realize too is that like he had been a fixture for 10 years yep like we had the short break with the release we had you know we had the release we had you know a couple breaks there but dude 10 and that's honestly 10 years just as Bray Wyatt, like not even counting the Husky Harris years. Yep. <sighs> I remember the Bray Wyatt, like the the vignettes or whatever we would yeah. see before he actually debuted. And I was like, man, this dude's going to be fucking gonna be sick, bro. I remember yeah. the first entrance. He His first, his debut was against Kane at SummerSlam 2013. Yep. He The entrance and the crowd was chanting holy shit at his... Yeah entrance like his first Wrestlemania match was against John Cena mm-hmm. like big. think of his Wrestlemania fucking resume two matches with John Cena two matches with Randy Orton and a match against The Undertaker and 
while he wouldn't, he didn't have a match at WrestleMania 32, he was in a segment with The Rock. Yeah, I mean, like, he's made. Resume is nuts, bro. That is nuts, man. And again, we weren't complimentary of, like, his most recent stint in the Fed. Part of it being because, again, these things take time in the story. We may not have, like, enjoyed what we what we saw. But part of it, I mean, we didn't know he was suffering the way that he was for him to be. I, I can, I respect the creation. Like, you know what I'm saying? The shit that he made, like, you got to respect that. Like, that was all him. And I think that was one of the biggest reasons he didn't come back as fast besides, like, the illness. Is because they weren't going to fucking run what he wanted to do. You got to respect the creativity because no, nobody else was doing this. Nope. Nobody else. And so you get to understand that, like, with such a vision such as that, it's hard to share that vision to the masses because it has to go through so many hands. Mm-hmm. So how do you properly convey that vision when you got all these hands who... It's like a filtration system. Yeah. But only in reverse, right? The more hands you put it through, the less pure it becomes. And uh, that was just so shocking to see. It was the day after we recorded last. Yeah. Like, fuck, man. That shit is the tributes. The fact that we love, we just lost Brody Lee mm-hmm. and their closeness. Cody Rhodes being the only the only wrestler to have spoken on both tribute shows. I can't imagine. I've never like imagined imagine that community. Oh yeah, you put your hands in these people's lives. You may not always agree. But like, there's a closeness there because literal physical closeness and the idea of sharing your body and your and your life and your creativity with these people that become family because you're on the road with him every day of the year, and then just like that, shit, man. Um, favorite Bray Wyatt moments, fair Bray Wyatt matches. Shit, dude. Um. My fucking favorite moment is I, I posted on my story on IG was whenever it was him and Roman Reigns. And he fucking, he assisted Abigail and then he just fucking put the finger gun up. Pointed. And Reigns that was, hit that spear. Dude, that was hard. That was hard. That was hard. <laughs> yeah, that was hard as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, fuck, man. Um, him winning the championship in Elimination Chamber. Um, what a moment. The crowd went nuts for um, Shield versus uh, Wyatt Family at wow. <laughs> Elimination Chamber some years before. Um, yeah. The entrance, the fireflies, the entrance was just fucking nuts. When he made his return last year at Extreme Rules. That was sick. Fucking sick. Fucking sick. The fuck. The Fiend entrance. Sick. Yeah. Every iteration of Bray Wyatt, when he hit the room, crazy. The energy oh, yeah. just changed, man. Damn. 
I hate that, man. Yeah, it sucks. I hate that. That's like now us we're older fans and we're we're feeling the shock now. But damn, dude, like that's this is reminiscent of like Owen Hart passing when we were 10, 11 years old. Mm-hmm. Like Brian Pillman to a to do a certain extent for some. That was 97. Like it's different than Terry Funk because Terry Funk got to live an entire life. Yeah. Like, bro, Bray Wyatt is a was a year older than me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shit's scary. <sighs> Rest in peace. Salute. Thank you for your contributions and your creative vision to this wild-ass art form. That somehow <laughs> incorporates every aspect of life to the the, the comical, <laughs> to the supernatural, to the downright what the fuck of all kinds. Um, rest in peace, Wyndham Rotunda, professionally known as Bray Wyatt. Um, we've got a lot of wrestling, <laughs> yeah, to uh, recap and predict. Um. A lot. I thought payback was next week. <laughs> nope. <laughs> it is this week. Um, followed by AEW's All Out 2023. But first, we have to recap AEW's All In Wembley Stadium. Before we do, man, let's recap these numbers real quick. Big Ren. Oh, you know what? I took down our stats, but I didn't update the numbers. So, oh, man. you tell me what you thought while I do some quick calculations. Shit, dude, that fucking that whole fucking show slapped. <laughs> like, dude, that was that was something. I mean, eighty one thousand fucking people, dude, dude. Like, there wasn't a bad match. I don't think. I feel you. Yeah, that's a real thing. That's a real thing. We got updated numbers. Uh, Big Ren went 6 of 10, taking his soul to 40 of 55 matches, 72.72%. You got Juve, went 7 of 10, taking my number to 42 of 55, 76.36%. Um, yeah, here's the thing about wrestling nowadays. I think we as wrestling fans... We're kind of just pessimistic overall. We just try to find ways to down it, even though we love this art form or proclaim to. And so, like, you compare it to the Attitude Era 25 years ago. I've been on record as saying the Attitude Era was a bit overrated as far as matches go, but not as characters go. The Stone Cold run was literally only three years. Roman Reigns has been champion for damn near as long three. as Stone Cold's run was, right? Yeah. And there's a there's a certain way that people can't believe that anybody in this era could be considered greater than anybody in the other era, right? Mm-hmm. And so we look at TV ratings, and it's like, well, ratings aren't the same because media is consumed differently, right? Which has whatever credence to it. We look at money records, right? WrestleMania broke their all-time gate record in one day. And yeah. people are like, well, inflation, money is different. Like, it doesn't mean the same thing, right? But here's the thing. Here's the thing you can't fake. You can't fake 
people. Yep. There were 81,000 fans at Wembley Stadium. Yeah, I knew a dude that was there, and he said it was fucking, it was wild. Raucous. Yeah. It's so interesting to be a fan of wrestling and realize this many people like wrestling. Yeah, dude. There's a lot there's a lot of closet fans. Bro. Bro. The way people talk, here's the thing. You talk to non fans and they don't fucking get it. Like, I had to tell people, like, yo, like, no, they broke their all time gate record in one day. Yeah. This event broke it in one day. So everything else is a new gate record. Imagine that fucking number when we hear it on, on Mania Saturday. And we're going to hear it both nights. Yeah. We're going to hear it both nights, Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. Like, whatever the numbers mean, you can't fake 81,000 people at Wembley Stadium. I have to. Wrestling is the hottest it's ever been. Yep. It is. Big time. It is. Somehow it's still niche. Somehow it's still niche because for some reason not on the same level as a as a NFL or NBA, et cetera, et cetera. But dude, the WWE YouTube page has more subscribers than the NFL, NBA, and MLB combined, bro. See? You you gotta stop. You gotta we can't you can't keep down in this shit. This thing is real. Mm-hmm. This thing is real. I'm befuddled. Like, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. There, there, there. There's there's corners of the internet. It's this is crazy. It's wild to me, man. Um, but overall, yeah, no, I I definitely like the show too. Let's take it. Um, I like going from the beginning of the show to the end of the show versus kind of skipping around. Um, and there's 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 meat on this bone. <laughs> Let's start with the pre-show. Adam Cole and MJF. Defeat Aussie Open for the ROH Tag Team Titles. Um, we were texting beforehand, and I told you I kind of had a change of heart toward the main event. My my change of heart also kind of went toward this opener. Um, yeah. What did you think of the match? Tell me your thoughts. No, it was good. I mean, it was it was a surprise, hmm. but I mean, it was fun. Kangaroo kick. That yeah. shit had me rolling. Yes. <clears throat> But yes. no, I mean it was double clothesline. I, I think like it was good. It was good. Uh oh, what, what you thinking? No, I don't want to say nothing yet because okay. like, we still got a lot. We got, we got a long way to go. Yeah, yeah. The match wasn't going to be long. I think it was less than ten minutes. Um, yeah, slight teases of the main event. This <laughs> we kind of have to tie it into the main event, so I don't want to say too much either, but. What a fun opener. A fun way to start this whole yeah. thing. But it also gave power to the pre-show. Oh, like, yeah. watch the pre-show. Stuff can happen here. Like, it was, it was business-wise, what a great move. What a great move. Spark some more buys for the pre-show, which ties into the main event and tell that whole story. Um, super fun. Super fun. We had, uh, <laughs> which this match was not announced when we recorded, and uh, this match will tie into our next match, um, clearly. But uh, Hook regains the FTW title from uh, Jack Perry. Uh, what do you think about that? 
it was cool. Yeah. It was uh, kind of all over the place, yeah. you know. But uh, I don't know. I did. I don't really see the point of giving it to Jack and giving it back to the Hook and. I don't hate it. I mean, it's a way to re to to establish Jack Perry's heel persona, uh, which I'm sure has 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 elevated in the last few oh, days. Yeah. I'd say, uh, but also you know, establish Hook as a conquering hero. It gave Hook the ability to lose, but then come back and give out some comeuppance. Um, now, back in my day, a brain buster on top of a limo that would have ended a match. Back in my day, it would have. I don't know what they putting in these kids, you know, boxes of Wheaties. But uh, back in my day, a brain. Listen, a brain buster. Listen, a brain buster on the mat would end the match. Done for. But the brain buster on top of a goddamn car is merely nothing more than a transitional move in 2023. (laughs) Um, That Rolling Thunder was pretty cool. Um, now I ain't gonna lie. If you're anything like me, I rolled my eyes at the whole real glass. <laughs> Cry me a river. I thought that was some loser shit. I he did. was just doing what punk does. Was he though? Yeah. Was he though? He's he's just following the leader of the locker room. <laughs> I think right? let's so let's tie this together because I think me and you about to get into like a fun argument because I think we're on opposite sides of this fence. Let's tie it into the next match, the opening match. CM Punk defeats yeah. Samoa Joe for the Real World Championship. What do you think of that match? Oh, they beat the shit out of each other. Interesting way to start, right? Yeah, yeah. Slow Punk was pace. getting love, then he was getting hate, and I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I listen. I love the polarizing nature of CM Punk. I love it. Outside of choosing sides, I just love that. Like CM Punk for me is the most accurate representation of a fucking person. There are people out here who love me and love you, and there are people out here who like, man, fuck that guy who shotguns beers. I don't yeah. give a oh, fuck yeah. if you did a YouTube series. It was just YouTube. Fuck off, right? So, wrestling being a personification of life, I like that CM Punk is a personification of a personification. I like the polarizing nature, right? Regardless of whatever side anybody's on. Um, I also love that Samoa Joe is like, and I and we tweeted this out. Samoa Joe is the conscience. Of the ass whooping that a lot of the internet thinks CM Punk deserves. He's handing out the ass whooping, the collective internet ass whooping. He's the guy to hand it out. And in the way he walks, the face, his facial gestures as he's whooping, as he's delivering the ass whooping. I love that shit. Oh, yeah. You know? Um Kind of an unconventional way to start, too. You know, often you, when you start a pay-per-view, it's a bit of a fast-paced match, get the, get, the, get the people going. But not a bad way to start. Polarizing figure that, that gets people moving, gets people feeling something. In a match that people wanted to see. So, I'm with it, man. That swing into the announce table. Yeah, that had to hurt. Started strong, didn't they? Yeah. Started strong. That bum-ass announce table. 
Yeah, dude, what the fuck was that? It can look, it, it can, Dollar General ass yeah, setup. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, the, the top looks sturdy, but, like, still. <laughs> yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah, a little, you no know. Legs. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Pieces of the side was coming off, man, easy. It's like that chair you sat down in. Uh, yes, nice callback. Thank you. I bought that chair for cheap. Uh, hey, them chairs lasted a while. That one lasted a while. I just... It's laying on my floor looking ridiculous. Like I'm, I'm gonna show you. I'll show it to you after uh, off mic. Um, so, funny enough, because the next match was the Golden Elite. It was Kenny Omega, Hangman, and Kota Ibushi. So, of course, those guys are gonna be in Gorilla as the CM Punk Samoa Joe match is ending, and we sent out via tweet. Saying, hey, at this very moment, CM Punk is walking past Kenny Omega and Hangman in Gorilla. I really hope they were able to have a conversation. Cause not last that week, night. Not that night. Because last week we talked about it. Like, motherfuckers just got to be grown men and just have yeah. a conversation. Like, you can't just walk past and not whatever, right? Well... Prior to the beginning of All In, just after the Hook Perry match, but just before the CM Punk Samoa Joe match, there was a another incident, including one CM Punk where uh, it doesn't listen. There's been different ways of stories coming around. It's starting to sound like a lot of people are are, are I guess blaming Jack Perry for the incident. Um. But we made reference to Jack Perry and the It's Real Glass, Cry Me a River comment he made into the camera, uh, which instigated a confrontation between CM Punk and Jack Perry. Um, before I get your thoughts, I should make everyone aware. I guess if you listen to this show, you might be aware as to the origins of it. But a few weeks back, uh, Jack Perry wanted to use Real Glass for a spot during AEW Collision. And everybody told him not to do it. Don't do it. Tony Schiavone was like, don't do it, kid. Until they got CM Punk involved. And apparently CM Punk tells Jack Perry, that's not what we do out here. That shit ain't safe. It ain't smart. That's not what we do, et cetera, et cetera. Well, we get all in. And Jack Perry comes out in that European limo <laughs> and uh, wants to do a spot through a real glass windshield. He looks into the camera, grabs the camera, and says, it's real glass! Cry me a river! <laughs> Which led to an altercation. Um, share your thoughts with me, sir. Uh, where, where, where was Tony Khan at? Tony Khan let this fucking limo in? I think he was at Gorilla, making it, you know. You know what I'm saying? Producing the show. Like, he could have said, he could have said, no, we're not going to do this. Yeah. It's his fucking company. You blame Tony Khan? I mean, for what not happened, yeah. Which part? The whole, I mean, the whole car, I mean, the whole real glass thing. Yeah. It's his fucking company. Do you think he, you think he knew about the spot? I hope he did. Yeah. <laughs> True. Like, hey, True. Like, who the fuck's running this place? True. True. <laughs> you know? I feel you. Because also you heard of a, you heard it was a, a apparently I'm getting there's no word it's all rumor and bullshit of an intense conversation between CM Punk and Tony Khan. 
Um, That is actually a great point that you made, especially in relation to it's his company. He should have known about the spot. So if he did know about the spot, then that is something kind of allowed to happen. That's actually a really good point. Keep going, sir. He should have known every fucking moving factor of that fucking event. Yeah. The biggest event they have ever put on. Yeah. You got to know if you're going to have he real He should glass. have fucking known. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I feel that. And like, I mean, yeah, Punk's going to fucking say something to Jack, obviously. Mm-hmm. Because that's what he does. <laughs> you gotta blame him. I'll blame him. You say you don't but blame I him? I mean, like, no, I don't blame him. Mm-hmm. But like, Jack's just. He probably looks up to CM Punk, and he's just he's just doing that same attitude as Punk. I the the here's the difference with this incident versus any other incident, right? Like we don't know what happened at Brawl Out last year. No, we just know there was a fight. We'll never know what happened. So any opinions we have are based on scuttlebutt, right? Here's why I blame Jack Perry for being a goober and a young-ass, emotional-ass, goober-ass goober. Whatever issue he had, he took his goofy ass and grabbed the camera and said what he said on national television. What about what about Punk talking about Hangman after Collision? That wasn't on television. It's true, but I mean it's still the internet and It is. It's 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 goofy shit and the difference there it's a slight difference, but the difference there of course it wasn't on television, but there was not provocation. There was just a sign saying, you know, hangman country. Depending on your sense of humor, I could see where it would really just seem like a joke. But because it's CM Punk and because it's Hangman Page, it's going to get blown out of a certain proportion. Yeah. Right. Jack Perry, that was... Along with CM Punk, the if you were going to make a, a point about CM Punk and Hangman Page, I would make the point about CM Punk saying what he said about Hangman on television on the microphone. Yeah, I mean, I mean, CM Punk talks a lot of shit. Well, I mean, the one promo that he did last year prior to, um, prior to All Out, I believe. Where he seemingly just sent a shot at Hangman while Hangman was in the back about Hangman coming out to face him. I would make that point. CM Punk kind of went into business for himself, right? Right. Yeah. Same thing with Jack Perry. Yeah. He literally grabbed the camera, went into business for himself. And the only slight difference there is that at least CM Punk and Hangman Page had a history on screen. It may seem whack, and it kind of is. They at least had a history on screen. CM Punk and Jack Perry don't have a history on screen. He just grabbed the camera yeah, and said, it's he went real into business for himself. And went into business for himself. He's he, he, he seen the spot. And he was like, oh, I'm going to take this. He, was like, he probably wanted to do that. Right. But then, I mean, like, but then he goes back to Tony Khan. Like, this is all his fault for not fucking putting the, like, grabbing the reins on his own fucking business. I get it. I, I see your point. I see your yeah. point. I think the difference here is I compare it to like Vince McMahon. 
the comp these are growing pains. Yeah. These are growing pains. The vast majority of his company is built of wrestlers, young punks, wrestlers. Cause I fucking I be feeling like the old nigga in the room sometimes dealing with some of these emotions. So I understand where CM Punk comes from. I also understand the other side of it that like if this guy seemingly is trouble and maybe they don't want to hang up with the old guy in the back, but the old guy in the back knows what the fuck he's talking about overall. Even if there are certain parts of the business that he's not fully evolving with, the fundamentals of the business, he knows what the fuck he's talking about. Yeah. So when you get out there and you're not used to handling yourself with professionalism, not knowing how to pick your fucking spots, I'm going to feel a way too. Yeah. I'm going to feel a way too. Now, if Tony Khan approved the glass, I'm not going to be mad at Tony Khan. That's his company. Because if you're going to use real glass, again, whatever, you probably shouldn't because it's real glass. But if you're going to use real glass, at least do it at the fucking pay-per-view. There's 81,000 people and the biggest audience ever. Yeah. So, so if he approved the real glass, which I'm assuming he did, I don't care about that part. But if he approved the real glass... Then Jack Perry, you got what you wanted. You Just got rub it in. You got what you wanted. What was Just the point? Rub it in. Right. What was <laughs> the point? You got what you wanted. And then, regardless of how it started, and here's why I'm 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 leaning toward CM Punk on this one. Because I'm in some people's eyes, nigga, I'm old. But with Age comes wisdom, and it knows when, and it, it it means knowing when to pick your fucking place. Pick the battle. Jack seen Jack seen his place right there. At the beginning of the biggest pay per view of the year, minutes before CM Punk is about to go out to open up the biggest pay per view of the year, and that's when you want to pick your spot. <laughs> What a fucking what a fucking little nigga move. What a little nigga move. How old is yo? How old is Jack Perry? I just gotta know. Twenty four, oh, maybe. Like, yeah. Twenty six. Yeah. But I knew better at twenty six. Maybe just cause my life. I don't know. I don't know. But what the fuck, dude? Grow up. He's wanted. He's wanted to be like punk. Grow the fuck up. There was a picture I did see. Um, there was an image. Apparently, so there's an image here of, uh, you see this, this is CM Punk and Jack Perry in the <laughs> ring. But and I'd forgotten about this, but apparently there was a moment where uh, CM Punk, he looks at Jack Perry and says, one day I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> he did it in Wembley. And it came true. Uh, CM Punk is the most fascinating pro wrestler on earth because no matter what happens, whatever side you're on, it's just going to enhance that side. Oh, yeah. If you off it, then he's the fucking worst. If you're a fan, then he just becomes a bigger martyr. But here's the thing, though. If he is suspended, because I don't want say necessarily say that he is, especially if people yeah, blame Jack Perry... And if All Out is in Chicago, if he is suspended, All Out is going to be interesting. Yeah, apparently he heard from his lawyer. Right, right. 
So if so. he's suspended, all out is going to be interesting. If he is suspended, the crowd is going to go fucking nuts for him not being there and nuts for when he does finally come back from suspension. The lore of CM Punk only grows. It's bad fucking timing. Yeah. It's bad timing so. because it's all in the biggest show of the year, the biggest show ever. It's because it's CM Punk. So it's not a great look all around. It's dominated most of the talk around All In. This is going to be the longest segment of All In that we're going to have. <laughs> yeah. But just young nigga activities, dude. You like that. Here's the thing. Jack Perry's a goober for that fucking. If the Jack Perry presentation could improve, it'd be from his music. His, yeah, new track, another one? That classical music song. Oh, that shit sucks. He's got like, listen, he's a cool guy, cool bad boy with the long hair. He's got a beard now. He wears black pants and a leather jacket. If he had a better song to go with that aura, his presentation would be that much better. He doesn't know who he is just yet. And I don't know who chose that song, but moving forward. I hope they had a conversation. I don't know. The Golden Elite, defeated by Bullet Club Gold, Jay White, Juice Robinson, and Kanosuke Takeshita, defeating Kenny Omega, Hangman Page, Kota Ibushi. Talk to me, bro. What you think? It was good, man. Uh, I mean, it was it was good, mm-hmm. but like, I don't think it was really like too too memorable. I mean, yeah. it was a bunch of high flying stuff. Yeah. Um, Ibushi. Which like blood and guts again, kind of <laughs> for me personally. Yeah, uh, I think we just had that match set up. Omega versus Takeshita. Absolutely. So, absolutely. Yeah. It's time to have a conversation about Cody Ibushi, maybe. <laughs> yeah, bro. It's uh, that boy is living off I his mean, name. Yeah, dude. He's like, living he's, off his name. He's not there. I don't know if it's you know? ring rust or what it is, but he, he, he that wasn't hitting all the way. No, what and I mean, mean like, and you would think putting him in a match with all those other people that like they could kind of push it a bit more. Yeah, where he could kind of just where he could it where it would look a bit better. Yeah, and I mean, fuck, I'm definitely not like athletic by any means. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, dog. Yeah, dog. Um, The match was cool. In hindsight, you know what, and kind of even in in the foresight, you know what kind of took me out of it a little bit? Those forearm battles. Yeah. Like. No selling. Yeah. I get it. Japan. Strong style, but like the forearms wasn't hidden. No, I'm afraid that's what we're gonna see in one of the matches. It all out too. Yeah, like I get it. It's a niche audience, and it was in Europe. But if you're gonna do that, make it look, make it look better, make it look better. The forearm battles wasn't hidden. The no selling of it just kind of is like, okay, I get it. Why are these forearms not sellable? Versus yeah. most forearms, which are sellable. Um, I kind of like the finish. The fact that it was just kind of out of nowhere. I kind of like that. Yeah, um, I like that too. I mean, yeah. it wasn't too damaging. Right. 
preserved Kenny Omega, preserved the match, built toward the Kanosuke to catch the Kenny Omega match. Um, and Kenny Omega wasn't beaten. He lost, but he wasn't beaten. Yeah. So it, it justifies the match. Um, caught him by the, you know, the art of surprise. Pushing forward into... Devastating move. Yes. In pro wrestling and sports entertainment. Yep. The goddamn roll-up. The goddamn roll-up. Uh, pushing forward, the AEW World Tag Team titles. FTR defeat the Young Bucks. Flapper. <laughs> big slap. Bro. Yeah. Big, big slap. Fucking slaps. Big slap. That shit was sick, dude. They fucking they were they were shooting. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Fear the revolver. Um Yeah, man. Fuck that road rage. Um Yeah, dude. And it was Cash who got the pin. Yeah, it was. Funny enough. Which hey, is kind of surprising. Interesting, yeah. So I'd be um, like, people fuck up. It's all right. Right, like, right, kill right. You right. <laughs> just, just scared him a little bit. He just brandished iron. He just fucking, yeah. You know you know? Stay low, key fire. Yeah. Uh, boys had to get to work. Had to get to work. Yeah. Day, you know what I'm saying? No, they they went, they went nuts, though. Fucking yeah. exchange, like, swapping fucking finishers. That fucking ending was so sick. The front flip into the shatter machine. Yeah. Dude. That was hard. <laughs> Dope callbacks to their last few matches at Springboard 450 from Cash. Um, no, man. Dope. Like, yeah. dope. Not shaking hands at the end of it. Yeah. And, like, I get it. Like, I watched Dynamite. Like, yeah, it was just in the moment. Like, yeah, yeah, we thought we were going to win. Yeah. We never really got, like, a true definitive answer. Right. Because it got interrupted. Right. Which, I mean, they could go again, but I don't think we're going to see them fight for a while, which is okay. Yeah. I don't think they should fight all the time because yeah. those two teams, we're going to get the fucking fight forever chant. Like, okay, cool. But, like, literally they could fight forever. And they're going to fight forever, right? Like, we yeah. keep we consider this the rubber match. They're going to fight more. Yeah, they're gonna fight more. This is the Midnight's versus the Rock and Roll Express. This is the yep. this is the classic tag team feud of this era, and they're the same company. They can run. Listen, Lakers and Celtics played each other so many times in the finals. We're gonna get another series. Oh yeah, and I can see the Young Bucks winning that one two to one. Yeah, and then we'll get another series. Yeah, and then the Bucks. I mean, the FTRs will get it. It'll be the rubber match. It'll be the rubber series. Of the two, like yeah, <laughs> nigga, give them a best of seven series. I don't care. Let them go game See, that's, seven. That's cool. That's like I like the best of seven, but I just think it's a bit too much. Like depends how they space it out. That best of seven, yeah. that the, the trios they just did last year, that was a little, yeah. little close. So you can't just do yeah. it. You can't just do it immediately. But yeah, no. get, I, yeah, fuck around, fuck around. I'm down. I'm down, bro. Uh, slap. Big slaps. Um, <laughs> speaking of slaps, um, Stadium Stampede. Man. We both actually, uh, we, we, we went the wrong way on this one. Orange Cassidy with the pin on Claudio Castagnoli. Uh, best friends and company defeat the BCC, Santana Ortiz, Stadium Stampede. Talk to me, dog. Another fucking banger. I mean, they were... That that shit was uh, it wasn't like all over the fucking arena, which was kind of cool. 
I mean, it was. Yeah, but it like, was. <laughs> that's a big fucking arena, dude. That's right. a big fucking arena. Right. Um, fucking Moxley getting stabbed in his fucking head with them sticks, bro. <laughs> bro. Bro. Like, look like a fucked up unicorn, <laughs> bro. I, I I understand like some of the critiques on these matches because. Is there a saying? Is there still a, a place for this style of match? But also this style of match that we seemingly get on a semi-regular basis. I know if they do it once a year, I think it'd be better. Like, nigga, we just seen a better nails two months ago. Not even two months ago. Yeah. Like they can do these matches, like, but just dial it back a bit. But you can't. We but like okay, just don't do it as often. We just saw a man get skewered, literally. Yeah, dude. And did you see the skewers explode out of his head when they finally got? Him? Yeah, it was, dude. like it was kind of funny. But what the fuck? We saw Orange Cassidy get stabbed repeatedly with a fork. <laughs> yep, that'll happen. Which is good for the Orange Cassidy character because he's the complete antithesis of that. Yep. But damn. You know what I'm saying? That fucking dude, uh, Santana and Ortiz is looking good again. Yep, back at it again. That's cool. I really yep. like that. Hell yeah. Um, Sue, yeah, Sue brought the cookies, bro. Like, <laughs> I was in the crowd, like, yo, let me fucking. You know what I'm saying? Cookie, Run dude. that. Like, Run that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That shit was just like white families on like TV when they make the big ass breakfast. Like he takes, you take one bite, you know, gotta go. She gave a whole tray of cookies, and not one bite got taken. Oh, Smacking with the pissed, tray. I was like, oh. I made all them cookies, all them scones. I see one. Dude, if I see one on the ground, like, hey. Hey, biscuits, <laughs> souvenir. One, one bite and say, you know what I'm saying? Like, that shit yeah. is crazy. Um, what did you think of the finish? Loved it. Yeah. Actually... That was straight. Let's not hit the finish yet. What? Let's not hit the finish yet. I'm think because there was so much to this match. What do you think of Penta? Like, right. He left the match. He came back Put on a new skin. They broke the they broke the ladder and then reset the spot. There were some kind of slick, messed up spots here. Santana fell off the top rope. They had to yeah, fix that ladder spot. Broke. Ladder broke. Yeah. What do you think of Penta? He had to go change his character skin. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. He got that DLC. Attire too. Yeah. I don't uh, think I don't think that I, hit as hard as they wanted it to. <laughs> it didn't. It fucking didn't. That shit ain't hit that hard. It would have been like, honestly, it would have been cooler if he would have came out in the same gear. Like, the doctors were like, no, no, no. Right. And like, he's like, fuck all that. But no, they had to... <laughs> Change. Add to it because for the match itself, for as blood as 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 personal a feud this was, because this is the thing we talked about how like it seemed a little rushed, but with how deep all of these long term uh, relationships are, maybe it wasn't as rushed as we thought it was. But if this was such a personal feud, he should have already been Pinto Scootle. Yeah, he should already been fucking mad as fuck. They yeah. they try to kill my brother, dog. <laughs> they put his brother in the hospital, and 
he wasn't he wasn't pissed off enough just yet. Nope, he had to change clothes. He had to change clothes and go. So had to get, um, had to get murdered out. Yep, yep. Fuck, ready man. for the funeral. Jeez, man. Um, so yeah, what do you think of the finish? Dog, that shit was straight out of kickboxer. <laughs> Putting that tape on his shit. And that was hard. Putting his fucking his fist in that bucket yeah, of glass. glass. That was hard. And then like the spear, the spear was mids, but that fucking Superman punch, like that angle they had, was fucking fire. Yeah. And AEW sometimes drops the fucking ball on their angles, or yeah. they miss a shot. Sometimes it seems yep. like I, it's like I don't know how the fuck you are missing these shots. Yeah. You have a shitload of cameras. Yeah. But yeah, we're gonna focus <laughs> on the fucking crowd while the fucking main event's about to fucking finish. Get fucked. Figure it out. You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> That's real. That's real. That's real. I like that side of Orange Cassidy because you just you don't see it, you don't no. see it. So for him to dip that, dip his I don't hand think we in the glass, see it. we shouldn't see it all the time either. Like, oh, for sure, it's, it's not his character. That's not who he is. But he got he yeah. got pulled into that. He got pulled yeah. into that. Um, yeah, man. Because I had even forgotten about the Wheeler U to best friends connection. Yep. Like he turns back on the best friends to join the BCC. Um. It's good to know that I guess the difference between Stadium Stampede and Anarchy and Arena is just Anarchy and Arena they play the entrance music twice and then fight while they while they fight. Whereas Stadium Stampede, there's no entrance music. I think that's the difference. Well, they did that one with nobody in there too. Like they were on the field fighting too. Yes, the first one. Yeah. 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 So I don't know. Hey, you know, it was still cool. It was dope. It was dope. Yeah, just quit doing it all the time. Yep. Yep. Um, pushing forward, man. Uh, the women's four-way. Got a new AW Women's Champion in Soraya. So I'll be honest. I didn't. I didn't get to see this match. And oh, I, oh yeah, I know what you was doing. Yeah, and I didn't get time to watch it this week. Um, this is not even a joke. It just was literally what I was doing. They they call they call a match the bathroom break. Yeah. I was taking a shit. Shit. I was taking shit. Um, the I had the volume up, so it sounded like it was you know lit. It sounded like it was kind of lit, but I didn't get to see it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was okay. Um, really, they, I mean, they I fact they did this match to split up uh, the outcasts. Yeah, which worked fine. Um, I'm not a hundred percent on Soraya being the champ, mm-hmm. just because like she hasn't had too many matches. Right. Since she's gotten back. Right. And I mean, it's putting you at the top. Let's, let's just see what happens, you know? I think it was. I don't know how we missed it being such a right call. Like, we kind of glazed over the fact that she was at home like that. Yeah. Um, but we missed it being the right call, at least just for the moment, right? And maybe that's why we missed it, because the reason you gave, like, she'd only had but so many matches. But when she came out with her family, I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, like, I mean, it was a cool, like, it was a decent way to get them to split up. I mean, like, or to start the fire. Yeah. You know, with Soraya's mom getting cracked. (laughs) (laughs) So that's what happened, right? Tony Storm accidentally hit her mom? Yep. Okay. With a, what, just with a fist or? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So overall, the match was, did you like the match? I, I, I saw they kept it short, too. Um, I thought yeah, I would have had more. Like I, I thought I would have had more time to finish. I was just kind of chilling, but uh, I thought I would have had more time to finish and still catch the end of the match. 
But um, to me, actually, I think that was a smart move because we talk a lot about the AEW women's division, but kind of women's wrestling in general, kind of there's a certain, there's still a certain apathy toward it. I think more so in AEW women's division. So with such a stacked card, but for top shelf names, but against a stacked card, if you're going to do that moment, make it short-ish, make it hot, action-packed. This made sense for me. This made do sense. There. Yep. This made sense. Make it a, you draw it out. Uh, you are losing connection. Okay. Are we? Yeah, we're good. Okay. I, yeah. I hear you just fine. Uh, uh, okay. You hear me fine. Yeah, yeah. You're just kind of breaking up a little bit. We're good though. We're back. Okay. Dig it. Dig it. Dig it. But um, yeah, it seemed like the right move to me, man. Make it hot. Keep it, you know, hot match. Not too long. If you draw it out too long, you, you risk losing the crowd for the big moment you want it. So it makes sense to me. Yeah. Coffin match. Darby Allen and Sting pull out again. <laughs> Talk to me, bro. Coming out to fucking coming out to Metallica. Yep. That's tight. That's yep. tight. Yeah. Tony Khan's spending some fucking money on tracks that he night. He will spend some money on tracks. I ain't mad. I ain't mad. Yeah, that was actually Sting's entrance thong entrance thong. Entrance song very, very early in his career. He used it very early in his what, WCW what, run. What channel was he watching? Uh <laughs> <laughs> Channel thirty five, scrambled. Uh twenty three, scrambled. <laughs> Uh yeah, for sure. That match was uh, I mean, fuck, dude. I feel like Darby did more damage to him fucking self. Bro, what's up with your boy? Dog, I don't hang out with that dude. Yeah. Oh, you got two story house? Let me jump off that bitch. (laughs) Mom, he can't come over. Right. No. There's that friend you don't hang out with. And your parents are like, "Well, why don't you like him? Why don't you hang out with him? He, he seems like a nice boy." Jump off our fucking nah, roof. mommy. No, nah, dude, <laughs> dude is fucking weird, mom. Nah, that shit is funny. That's funny. I oh, did. He bounced off that fucking coffin. <laughs> <laughs> he did, bro. And then, like, like it's bad enough that that swerve already took the death drop on it. And that wasn't enough. And then Darby was like, all right. All right, you bullshitting. You, you, all right, keep bet. playing. You bet. <laughs> keep playing. He fucking had already jumped off the top to the floor and bonked his shit. No, that match was the dead. Yeah, that match was, yeah. One of the, something. The damnedest sight. The damnedest sight. Yeah. Sting still out there fucking <laughs> doing flips. Like the fuck, bro? Bro, Sting gonna jump off some shit 64 years yeah. old. He gonna jump off some shit. Hell yeah. But yo, him and Tables are not getting along. Nah. Just don't work, dude. They're not it's getting like, along. It's like Charlotte and Tables. <laughs> you know? It's like Charlotte and that damn acrobatics flip to the outside. Yeah, dude, just don't work. Yeah, man. Listen, I, I respect that he went for it a second time. It was like, yeah, fuck, fuck it, man. Yeah, I'm about to adjust. This fucking leg drop going to hit him, dog. Word to Hogan. Fuck it. Let's hit him with it. Like, fuck it. Hey, bro. Here's the thing, though, man. If Swerve ever want to come back and, and, and uh, throw the red flag, listen. I saw them dreads hanging out. Yep. I saw the dreads hanging out. Yep. His entire body was not in that coffin. So, I mean, yeah, you're right. But if he wants to come and renew this rivalry, don't you diss that man in his hair. Don't touch my hair. 
Um, so yeah, if he wants to come back, man, renew this rivalry. He, he has a he has a gripe. He has a gripe, and that would be like not the most legitimate, but it would be kind of fucking funny in a heel way. <laughs> That'd be some funny heel shit. Like I never lost this match. You see my hair sticking out. <laughs> yeah, still me. That's him. That is him. I'm not mad at it, man. Um, bruv defeats Chris Jericho. Uh, What'd you think of that dude, match, man? Like better than I thought it was gonna be. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Chris Jericho, fucking, he put it out there, and it it was good. I hear that. Real good, I thought. I hear that. Uh, but I mean, he knew he knew it. He's like, he's got me. Bruv. So he just flipped the bird and. He ate it. Ate that shit. Um, <laughs> it felt like a, it felt like it got cut a little bit to me. Yeah, I think it did. Like some could have, like it kind of cut to the end. Like we missed some parts there. Um, it was, it was cool. Yeah, it was cool. I, I, I love what Jericho was trying to do. Put over a huge name in his hometown. Um. It just it somebody just didn't feel like it was a def, it was a definitive victory. He hit the stormbreaker, the hidden blade, and another stormbreaker. It was definitive victory, no doubt. It just didn't something didn't hit all the way for me. I don't know, man. Dude's been on a fucking roll. He's beat the shit out of like what is like three big names in a couple months now. Kenny, Chris, who else? Uh, one other. Missing a name. Yeah. Um, along with that, man, listen, Chris Jericho is going to put over whoever he needed to put over for Fozzie to be able to play in Wembley Stadium. Oh, yeah. Goodness gracious. Goodness play like gracious. Three-fourths of a track. <laughs> yeah, listen, he would have put over the Brooklyn Brawler if it meant Fozzie getting to play at Wembley <laughs> Stadium. That is nuts. Fuck it, I'll put over bruv. Fuck it. But God damn it. Rob. I'm gonna sing myself to the fucking <laughs> to the <laughs> ring. Um, we still got shit brewing, man. Sammy Guevara, Chris Jericho. Yep, that shit's brewing up, man. He yeah. didn't uh, didn't accept Guevara's help after the match. He was talking kind of slick during Dynamite. Shit is brewing, dog. This could be a good slow build, yeah. slow burn build. I'm fine with that. Watching him enter with Chris Jericho reminded me that, like, Sammy Guevara has literally always been under the wing of Chris Jericho. Yep. Every single group he's been a part of, the JAS, the Inner Circle, um, even before. Like, I think he was, like, the first guy he in, uh, recruited to the Inner Circle, right, if I remember right? Yep. Um, Guevara has just always been there. It was a nice touch. I didn't catch. Like, I saw it, but I didn't catch it. He was wearing the Inner Circle vest. Yes, yeah. Sammy Guevara, which I thought was yeah. a really dope touch. Um, just to show, you know, that he's closeness. the only one in that circle. Yeah, right. <laughs> but you know, just to just to really show that closeness that they've always had, and now what seems to be um, shaking at the core, man. You might have to let Sammy Guevara run free. You know what I'm saying? Be his own man. You know what I mean? So we'll see how that shakes out, man. Um, They've got the because I got to I got to watch the press conference uh, by luck like I wasn't planning to I just didn't close my laptop. They've got the Wrestle Dream pay per view. Um, I'm gonna pull it up. 
It's in October. October 1st, Russell Dream, the tribute yeah, to Antonio Inoki, and then Full Gear November 18th. So, um, very slowly but surely, man, they're pulling out more pay-per-views. Mm-hmm. More pay-per-views building upon it. So, October 1st, that's a month away. Yeah, dude. That's a month away. So, we're yeah. seeing some changes, man. Seeing some changes out here. How'd your stream go for Bleacher Report? It was good. It was good. No problems. Yeah. Did, yeah, no problem. I thought about hopping on Bleacher Report, man, but I seen uh Cats was clowning Bleacher Report. So I was like, ah, ching, I don't know. Bro. No, I still don't fuck with it, but like it worked. <laughs> I still don't fuck you with know. it though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh um, I hit him up. I hit him up on Twitter like cause the app wouldn't work. Yeah. Hit him up like two days before because I was trying to buy it on the app and like nothing. Still nothing. no fucking messages. They still ain't responded to you. And they ain't they ain't even opened them. Trash, trash bag. Hell no, man. But they're posting all the time. I bet. Yeah, I bet. They're like, well, fuck it, man. The next guy on the shift, he'll open it. That's, some... That's nasty. Yeah. That's nasty. Yeah, it's nasty. Yeah. Um, Nutrios champions, the acclaimed and daddy ass defeat the good House man. of Black. Uh, talk about that match. It's good, man. Fucking good. got the suck it. <laughs> That was that was nice. Um, I mean, like it was. It was, I feel like it's what needed to happen. I don't know. Yeah, it was right. Maybe just like, I'm, yeah, it was perfect. Yeah, you know. I mean, they shouldn't have lost the tag. I mean, obviously they lost the tag team belts a long time ago, but mm-hmm. that felt like that was out of fucking nowhere. And then now, I mean, look at the guns. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. They, uh, uh, I mean, you know, it took a year. I mean, last year's All Out was when the the ascent of the acclaimed really began. Like they were the acclaimed, they were building, but that 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 All Out last year was where they just yeah, let's push them to the next level. So this yeah. moment was a dope moment. A year later, the three of them uh, winning titles on winning titles together. I can't lie, the highlight of the match for me, right in the yam bag. Yam bag. <laughs> they gave the scissor leg drop to Juilliard, and Taz said, right in the yam bag. I went crazy. And I think you I texted digress. me. You texted me right around. <laughs> I think you texted me right, right after right in the yam bag, so I went double crazy. Highlight. Highlight for me. That yeah. was dope. That was dope. The match was more of a means to an end. I mean, those those guys, you know, chemistry. But uh, yeah, right in the end bag, that just took it took it out of me. And then House of Black uh, handing the titles over to the acclaimed. Uh, are we calling that a face turn, or are they just being respectful? I think they're being respectful. Yeah, uh, I can see them getting cheered. I mean, they they burnt the boots. They burnt the motherfuckers' boots. They but did. Then, I mean, they lost. They so did. it was kind of like, all right, they did. I guess it just depends on who they torment next. That'll kind of determine, you know, who they are. That seems face turnish to me. Um, yeah. And then, you know, they'll, they'll, you know, I imagine they'll take a little bit of time off and then come back and torment. Um, shit, I don't know. Dude, I wouldn't mind seeing them against fucking uh, BCC. Oh, that'd be fire. Fire as fuck. Who was I talking to about it the other day? But I did Brody Lee. Like, dude, he's got it made, bro. Like, this guy. Brody King. Brody King. He's in, like, Brody King. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. 
he's got a fucking major. He's a fucking pro wrestler, <laughs> and he's a fucking front man of like pretty sick fucking hardcore band like yeah. dude that's what like we all wanted to do when we were kids Bro, like living the life a wrestler or a rock star this dude's doing both of them doing fucking both bro <laughs> chris jericho could never <laughs> shit i forgot about that but like, fuck, I just, yeah I but no facts though so i <laughs> yeah but no that shit is dope man who is that also uh the butcher the butcher and the blade the Butcher, he's yeah, a lead of a rock a, band, yeah. too. That's fucking yeah. dope, bro. He's a guitar player, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, but still, yeah. Man. He's in the fucking band, and they, yeah, that's yeah. fucking dope. Outside of, yeah. you got both of your dreams in your hand. Yeah, that's fucking, Yeah, that's fire to me. That is fire to me. I like that, man. Uh, bring us to the main event. MJF defeats his best friend, Adam Cole Bebe. What a match. What a story. Dude. What dude. a fucking story, dude. Dude. Yes. They did it. They did it so well. Bro. Like, again, you got to remember, right? Both of these guys, deep down, are, are kind of like dick bags. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. like, it was interesting to see that, like, yeah, friendship, friendship, friendship. But Adam Cole will go to some lengths to be See, that's what, world like, champion. That's what surprised me the most about that match is like MJF was holding back. Yes. You know, and Adam Cole was just going hundred percent. And like MJF was going like ninety maybe. <laughs> on di- on dig baggery. Yeah. Yeah. The it, only the, Adam like, Cole was going for it all. He stopped short of hitting him with a weapon. But otherwise, Adam Cole was going in, bro. Yeah, that shit on the stairs, dude. Yep. Fuck. Yep. The story of Adam Cole for me right now is Shawn Michaels. Of course, he loves Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels went on the shelf at the end of 1995 via a concussion. And this is storyline. Well, well, fall 95, he went out on the shelf because he legit got his ass beat by nine Marines. But then he came back, and storyline-wise, he went out because of concussion at the hands of Owen Hart and the after effects of getting whooped by nine Marines. And then Adam Cole, sorry, damn. Shawn Michaels came back at the 96 Royal Rumble, which led to him winning the championship at WrestleMania 12. Adam Cole is living that Shawn Michaels story combined with the desperation that Steve Austin had at WrestleMania 17 when he came back from injury, won the Rumble, beat the Rock at WrestleMania 17, but joined forces with Vince McMahon. Yep. The two injury stories coming together, living under Adam Cole, and we're seeing that. Adam Cole, like, he gave, listen, he gave MJF a brain buster on the stairs. Yeah, he did. Bruh. Like, dude, that shit, like, it hurted him, though, too. Yes. Yes, yes. But I got to say, too, that whole spot bothered me as a viewer. Yeah, dude. It's like that was a bit much. I don't even mean in that way. Yeah? Logically, it bothered me. Because not the move, not the move itself. I mean the teased count-out spot. Oh, it didn't make any sense to me. 
because no, it didn't make sense literally on any level because a he's in a world title match. Yeah, and you can only win by pinfall or submission. So if you care about the world championship, you're gonna go out and break the count. You wouldn't even tease a count out. But also, that's your best friend. So if you cared more about your best friend than the world championship, then you would go outside and break the count and check on your best friend. (laughs) So the count out spot just didn't make sense on any level. It was cute. And showed that, okay, they're friends and the links he would go through, but it didn't make sense. No. There was another part to me that didn't make sense. It was cute, but it was them teasing the DQ spot. With, yeah. With the chair, right? Again, it showed that MJF could be more of a dick bag, and, and it was funny and it was cute. But if you're in a world championship match as Adam Cole, why would you for a second want to make the referee think that MJF cheated? Yeah, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Why would he even think of faking a DQ in a title match? So it took me out of it a little bit. But what brought me back? Fucking fucking Roderick Strong. (laughs) <laughs> and the emotion Adam, bet- Adam, Adam. <laughs> do it I'm your real friend almost sound, dude, almost sound like Cartman bro like. <laughs> right the drama of will he or won't he right if they want to they've got their own version of the bloodline story easily at this point Adam Cole's gonna turn on MJF we're making two stars here. MJ. I mean, the fact that they main evented all in, two stars. Yeah. But and then opened. they fuck. And opened. And then they both got to stand tall at the end of all in. Stars. Yeah. And they've got the best story going on right now. Stars. Fuck, dude. When Adam Cole turns on MJF. It's going to be like whenever MJF turned on Cody. That shit might hurt, bro. Dude, that shit hurt. That shit is that shit is going to hurt when Adam Cole turns MJF. Like who the real fucking devil. Who'd have thought that look at all the despicable shit we've seen MJF do and say. Yeah, we're gonna be feeling bad for him. And we're about to turn him into a babyface. Yeah. Cause he's he's got all the babyface beats down, mannerism down, when yeah. the when the tone turns to the crowd, like we redeemed the devil. Did. How the fuck? He's still the devil, though. He's still the devil, and now we... its He's the fucking Jewish Eddie Guerrero. <laughs> Eddie Guerrero. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Eddie was a fucking heel, and then got over as a babyface doing heel stuff. And didn't say half the foul shit MJF did. Fucking fascinating. What a fucking business this is. Yeah, no shit. So, eyes peeled. This is going to be great. It's going to be fucking great, dude. Uh, But yeah, they stood tall at the end of the night. Both got to raise their hands, celebrate. This thing gets to keep going. 
And I'm not even mad that they didn't turn on each other. That's us and our expectations for storylines. Oh, somebody's going to turn tonight. No. Yeah. No. Nah. Makes you want to see. Makes you want to see what's happening next, bro. Yeah. What a fucking time, dude. Uh, That was AEW All In 2023. Scale of 1 to 10, what do you give it, bro? Give it 8.7. Get off my dick, man. I give it 8.8. Literally. I said it first. So you I did, but me. like now it sounds like I'm copying off you. Um, yeah, you were. Yeah, whatever. Suck my dick. Like, I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't quite give it a nine just yet. Yeah. Like after first watching it, I was like, "Oh man, what a great fucking show!" And it was. The Osprey Jericho match something lacked for me. I didn't get to see the women's match, so I feel like I'm not properly grading it. Um and, of course, what I talked about in the main event, some of those things kind of took me out of the main event itself, though it was overall dope drama. Thumbs up, man. Thumbs all the way up. Yeah. Thumbs all the way up. Yeah. Orange Cassidy got stabbed with a fork, and Mox got stabbed right. with skewers. Like, what the fuck? What the fuck? I ain't mad. Um, let's push forward, man. Let's push toward WWE. We got to come back and do w- uh, AW all, all out. But let's go with WWE. I thought that... Uh, Thought it was next week. It's not. <laughs> it's a lot nope. of a lot of wrestling in the last uh, seven days, man. It's damn. That's thirty matches, damn near, between the yeah. three shows. Uh, WWE Payback. What do you think of this uh, card going into it on paper? How do you feel? It's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, like it's. It's like I, I feel like it's a mid-level pay-per-view. Yeah, but the matches are going to be sick. Okay. I. I don't know if it's like how busy I've been or the fact that we just came off the high of all in or because this car just seems, you know, existing. I'm not like excited. I don't have like high expectations or high emotion toward this car just yet. I've got higher expectations for this card than I do all the out. other one. I hear you. Yes. I hear you. I, and I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that either. Um, yes, yeah, and maybe it's listen. Maybe it's the lack of bloodline. Um, Could be. We're missing the bloodline. Street profits are still growing into who they are. Um, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. Because on paper, I should be more excited. We got a steel cage match from Becky Lynch and Trish Stratus. We got Seth Rollins and Shinsuke Nakamura, which is gonna be fire. We have the yeah. continued ascension of L.A. Night. We've got a Steel City Street Fight. So it should hit me harder, but it's not quite. But maybe by the time we get done talking about it. Uh, let's get into it, man. Compact Car. We got L.A. Night versus The Miz. Talk to me, bro. And The Miz did a uh, hell of a night. I mean, hell of a L.A. Night impersonation. Yo, give The Miz love, bro. Yeah, dude. Cass gotta like Cass. Cass gotta respect the Miz, man. Like anything you give him, he somehow makes it work, right? And this is not his first impression. Yeah. I'm sure you've seen all the memes. He impersonated the Rock, oh, yeah. impersonated John Cena. Uh, Miz gotta respect the Miz, man. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, this, I mean this this will be a good match. I don't think this match is gonna last very long. Yeah. I think I think. That way, Knight's going to run through him. <laughs> he said run right through him. And this feud doesn't need to continue much longer either. 
No. Like, uh-uh. it's a cool feud to kind of keep pushing the LA Knight name and brand. He just came off of a, a big high with the SummerSlam Battle Royal. Keep building that name, man. Slow ascension. This doesn't need to last much, much, much longer than this. Uh, no. I see the same thing. LA Knight got to take this one. Uh, there's yeah. no, I, I, there's no way I can see him lose. Even if they did want to continue the feud, they don't have to do it with an LA Knight loss. Uh-uh. So, uh, let's keep that pushing. Uh, U.S. title: Ray Mysterio versus Austin Theory. Straight up, I didn't even know Austin Theory lost that motherfucker. That's kind of <laughs> funny, kind of sad at the same time. Yeah. So, Santos Escobar, he won that match against Ray Mysterio. He was supposed to face. Austin Theory, and then a uh, uh, backstage attack or, or, or a day of injury, storyline injury, Rey Mysterio got slotted in, and uh, he defeated Austin Theory for the title. So, I mean, are, are they not pushing Austin Theory anymore? Are they done with Austin Theory? What do know. you think? I think ever since the win against John Cena, it's been crickets for your boy. Yeah, dude, it has been. It didn't. It just there, there, there wasn't the same capitalization. Like he won that triple threat match at Backlash. Was that Backlash? Him, Bobby Lashley, and uh, Bronson Reed? Yeah, because the, the 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 draft yep. went into effect. And even that was like, huh, you know, huh. yeah. Huh. Some may hit man. Grayson Waller coming for his spot, and here's the thing, man. Grayson Waller's matches ain't really been hitting, hitting either. No, oh, dude, they're. Uh... They're mids. Yep. They're pretty mids. Yep. So, I I, I I'm going to, I mean, I'm not 100 on it, but I, I, I'm going to pick Ray yeah. on this one. Ray to retain. Yeah, I mean, because, like, why not, really? <laughs> and I mean, like, what, I mean, what else, we, what are we doing with the U.S. title right now, you know? Right. Like, let's, let's keep it on Ray. Yeah. Get the pops. I mean, like. He's more popular than both of those dudes, yeah. so let's let's give it, let's keep it on Ray. This is the obligatory rematch for Austin Theory, even though they don't do rematches, but they do, but they don't, but they do, but they don't. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think yeah, give Austin Austin Theory some space from the U.S. title because um, to go back when he wasn't doing when it wasn't hitting like that, it would just seem to be regression. I think this is a perfect springboard for Santos Escobar to break away from the LWO. And go back to being a heel, uh, reforming yeah. Legato del Fantasma. Um, the little bit that I've known and cared about Santos was his NXT run as a heel. I feel like he's more natural as a heel. Um, so I think this is a good way to create that. And what better way to. And I think we've been building toward this a while, not just the joining up with Ray, but like. When he first did join up with Ray, it was, you know, telling Dom, you know, he's being a bastard. Um. So yeah, what better way to? And he's got a perfect story, right? He's naturally a bastard, but also yeah. Ray came in and swooped the title that he was for the match he was supposed to have, and he beat Ray for it. So how the fuck did Ray swoop in? You know what I'm saying? So I think the story's right yeah. there to create a new heel or reestablish him as a heel, um, and get some heat on Ray Mysterio. Listen, man, Ray's been doing this for so long, and listen. The the heat off Ray Mysterio is why Dom is so hated. So let's keep transferring that heat, and 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 make a new yeah, make a new that. you know for sure. Um, Steel City Street Fight for the tag team championship. 
Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus Finn Balor and Damian Priest. This will be fun. Yeah. It'll be uh, entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, did they finally pull the trigger? On the on which part? Judgment Day. It's breaking the fuck up. Or, yeah. mm, that's a good question. What do you think? I mean, I, this type of match has it written all over it. Yeah. Like, yeah, like somebody's going to get hit with a chair when they're not supposed to. Mm. And Damian Priest is going to give that look again. <laughs> <laughs> he killed that. Yeah. <laughs> he killed that. He killed that. When are they, um, they going to split yeah. the tag team titles? I don't know, dude. We still have undisputed that, tag champs. I know. And I don't think it's doing anybody. But, I mean, do we have that many tag teams? Um, Let's see. The Minnesota-Oakland Viking Raiders are kind of still a thing. Xavier Woods will be out week to week. He got smacked with a chair legit. Um, New Day doesn't feel the same without Big E. Uh, they're perpetually over, but like I don't want to say stale, but they could use some kind of refreshing. Um, street profits are becoming street a profits. thing again. Um, Angel and Humberto—they went to NXT. We haven't seen Pretty Deadly in a little while. Nope. Um, Sammy and Kevin even even seem to be not directionless, but just they've had those injuries recently, yeah, which kind of been kind of tough. Um, we keep hearing rumors of DIY getting back together. Yeah. Which I wouldn't mind seeing. Um, give them a different bit of direction. Um, so, no, I don't think we're quite there yet with a division. McRiddle is a thing, apparently. I guess that's just the new thing. Listen, man, give Riddle a tag partner. He can be the, the comedy guy. Give him a straight man, and that's a tag team right there. Um, we'll see what Randy has to say about it. Um, Imperium, you know, that's that's a team, Imperium. Alpha Academy. It seems like most of it is over on Raw. Yeah, it you is. Know. Usos aren't a thing anymore, so, yeah. Yeah, no. Uh, this is going to be a fun match, but we ain't getting new champs. No? Not yet. Dead set no. against it. Yeah, dead set. Fuck all that. Champs. I just realized Cody Rose isn't on this card. Oh. Which I mean, it's fine. We know what his trajectory is, so that's a, that's an attraction. He's an attraction, so we got to figure out exactly what stories are putting him in. Um, this Judgment Day thing is interesting because Dom is North American champion, Rhea is women's champion, Damien Damien at least has the money in the bank, um, and then there's Finn. There's Finn and Balor there's Finn by himself. Balor, with the nothing. only guy with nothing. Not shit. And part of it, part of it, I think, is why he's kind of like not breaking away, but you know, him and JD McDonough got a thing they're building. So we're seeing more and more tension, more and more seeming, you know, no cracks there. I don't know that they quite split up just yet, but here's the thing, too, man. Rhea is sick of their shit. Yeah. I think JD might try to get involved, and Damien's like, "Fuck out of fuck here, fuck out of here, well, dude." Leading to leading to the the loss. Because here's the thing too: it's a street fight. Anything goes. 
Yeah. So Judgment Day, you would think, has the numbers. Judgment Day plus Finn's little buddy JD. You would think they have the numbers here. So maybe the numbers actually backfire. That's what I think, yeah. Interesting. And I would imagine Rhea's not going to get involved because she has her own title match. Yep. So we got Dom, we got JD. Maybe they cancel each other out somehow. Shenanigans, shenan. Because if you're going to shenan once, you're going to shenan again. Shenan so, all day. You know what I'm saying? And listen, we keep we don't we we underplay this. This is in Pittsburgh, correct? I think so. Steel, yeah, well, Steel, Steel City. Steel yeah, City. Pittsburgh. Yeah. Kevin Owens' hometown. Uh, not home. Why do wait? No, it's not his home because he's Canadian. Kevin Canadian. He's Canadian. Yeah. What is his connection to Pittsburgh? I think he just loves Pittsburgh because of Hell in a Cell. That time he got thrown off a cage. That was in Pittsburgh. I'm gonna cut that out because that sounded oh, ridiculous. Yeah, it did. Yeah, that was yeah, that was that was awful. Yeah, it was. What is his connection to so, Pittsburgh? So yeah, I'm gonna go. I don't know. So yeah, I'm gonna go with. Uh, yeah, I'm sticking with the uh, tag team champs on that one. Me too. Me too. Yeah. Um, I think we got some room. I mean, Imperium could take it from them. They've been definitely listen, man. Ludwig Kaiser has been. Uh, he's getting some time to shine lately. Um, we've got more of a division. Well, I think here. I think they've been going at it at house shows too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Imperium versus Kevin Owens and Sammy. Build that, build that chemistry for that eventual, eventual run. Yeah, man, SmackDown yeah. seems to be a little lacking on tag teams, and nothing's coming to mind the way that I, I feel like it should. Um, we'll see, we'll see how that builds, man. For the women's championship, Rhea Ripley versus Raquel Rodriguez Gonzalez. Rodriguez Gonzalez. This will be another fun one. Just going back to the NXT days. Yes, sir. Because, yeah, didn't. Raquel beat Rhea for the NXT Women's title. I don't remember if it was for the title, but it was like Rhea Ripley's last feud in NXT. Yeah. uh, Before she went up to the main roster. It may have been for the title. I don't remember. They had a hell of a last woman standing match. Yeah, she Uh, put her through like... Like a whole like wooden staging. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, they have a long history. I mean, they've been friends for a long time behind the scenes, even back when no one NXT during NXT feud. But yeah, they got a long history, personally and professionally. So this should be like a pretty good match, though. Like, pretty well. Uh, fucking, they know what they're doing with each other, right? You know what I'm saying, chemistry wise. Yeah. And they've been, they've, they clearly want her Raquel that is to be someone in this division. Yeah. The fact that they've made her a two time women's champion, they put her in a lot of special spots to show off her strength. The fact that they held off on this match, though they've been teasing it for a while. They really put Raquel in a spot to really like be somebody. So I just don't think it's gonna be her time though. Nope. <laughs> nope. Um, no, this is a spotlight match for Raquel. Hey, this is who she is. This is what she can do. We're going to put her in the ring with somebody she trusts and that she has chemistry with and also make Rhea stronger by virtue of this. This is also, this is not Rhea's first defense, but it's Rhea's first, like, feud since she won the title. Yeah, I mean, she had that little shit going on with uh, Natty. And but, I don't I mean, even, can't count that at all. No, you can't. Like... Nah, not a feud, like a story, but like to be a, to have a rival, like 
like they used to say like Serena Williams had a rivalry with like um I forgot her name. Anna Kornikova, maybe. We'll just pull that name out of nowhere. But like Serena yeah. won like forty eight times to once. Like yeah, that that's shit. that's not a rivalry. Like, that's not that's not a rivalry. That's, that's an ass whooping. That's somebody you're familiar with. You've seen them a couple times. Yeah. That's not a rivalry. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nah. So I would call this a bit of a rivalry because like they've been teasing it and they've also if anybody can match strength with Rhea Ripley, it's Raquel Rodriguez. So, so that, I mean, that'll be fun. I, yep, and I think that's a, a dope story to tell. It's right there. So, yeah. but nah, I think Rhea she gets tested. This are, that's the best word for it. This is Rhea's first test. Yeah, true test as a champion since WrestleMania. Um, <laughs> test in ring because otherwise she'd been hanging out with a bunch of fucking losers. Yeah, can't get this shit no straight. You know what I'm saying? So Rhea Ripley retains. Uh, steel cage match: Becky Lynch versus Trish Stratus. Does it finally come to an end here? I would think so, right? Excuse me. What more can you do? I mean, Trish Trish brought Zoe Stark uh, along to be her compatriot, which is a great look for Zoe Stark. Clearly. Um, to be involved in such a high-profile feud, but also do some heavy lifting for Trish, as Trish isn't going to be there every week, having a match every week. Uh, Becky Lynch is Becky Lynch. And this story, is, this story started, what? When did they win the, the, the tag titles? Like a month before Mania? No. What it was was, wasn't she with Liv? Who? And Liv got hurt. Becky? No, no, no. That was Raquel and Liv. But because Becky, no, no, it was Lita. It was, it was Lita, Lita. Sorry, right. So Becky and Lita won the tag yeah, titles from Damage Control. Yeah, and then Trish stepped in because Lita was hurt. Right after they the six belts. Yep, and then Trish, Trish turned. Yep, 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 yep. So this has been building in some form or fashion for a long time. Um, yeah, this is this is for the slower builds here. Slower builds, and I don't want to be so mean toward it because we've been salivating over. Long-term storytelling for a while. What is this missing in this long-term story versus other long-term stories? I don't think it should have been as long. I don't think it's missing anything. Yeah. But they just spread it out. They just stretched it out too far. How many many times does Becky have to beat Zoe to to get her hands on Trish? Exactly. Yeah. I understand why this wasn't on SummerSlam. As far as the, the just the sense of the compact pay per view, the time that this match deserves, this match deserves time. Yeah, and it may have stretched SummerSlam a little far, but this probably should have been on SummerSlam. Oh yeah, and ended a month ago. It was at <clears> its <throat> it was at its peak for SummerSlam. Yeah, that's Becky Lynch, that's Trish Stratus. This is SummerSlam. It should have happened at SummerSlam. Yeah, 100%. It should have. Um, if it meant cutting some time down on other matches, listen. We got the huge EO Sky moment. They probably could have t- cut some time off that triple threat match. Oh, yeah. That, I mean, wasn't really hidden. Like, it should have been you know anyways. Um, so, I don't know. I don't know. But... A long story for the sake of a long story doesn't always mean it's a great story. Maybe sometimes some shit does play its part out. Um, this probably should have happened at SummerSlam already. How you see this going? Yeah, it should have. 
Uh, I see Becky winning this. Becky finally uh, getting the definitive win. Yeah. Do you think Kazuke uh, yeah. with Junior? Yeah, I put a half a treat on his back, and like he like went fucking crazy. He gotcha. was like, what the fuck is this gotcha. my bad. So we got the steel cage. Do you think that actually keeps Zoe Stark out of the cage? Fuck no. She'll get involved. Do you think she gets in? She's going to get her head slammed in the fucking door. That's funny. That is funny. Do but you... like, Good. I think she might. Maybe she costs. I mean, no. This has to be a fucking definitive win. Yeah. Like... Yeah. Do you think we get the return of Lita? Um, because we still don't know who did it. I think Trish admitted it, right? Oh, did she? I thought she did. Well, see, the shit's the shit's so stretched out. I know. <laughs> Do you know? I know. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe we do get Lita. And maybe she comes back, but like, but still, like, this has to be a, just a one-on-one. Yeah, this feud's gonna be over with. It's tough because we should get Lita. Yeah, but if we do get Lita, that almost extends the story. Yeah, exactly. Like, we got to get a tag match between Becky and Lita. Like, Becky, and Lita, and Trish and Zoe. You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't know. It's like the story deserves it because like that's how we got here, but. Like we need uh, it, yeah, right. I don't know. I don't know. Becky's taking it. We get the win. Um, and maybe it just means Lita coming out and like throwing Zoe Stark's face off a steel cage so that Becky wins. That'd be fine. I she could still get the definitive win that way to even the odds. Yeah, maybe we get it that way. Yeah, you know, I'll be fine with that for sure. Um, for the World Heavyweight Championship, Seth Rollins versus Shinsuke Nakamura. This will be fun. Yeah. It'll be, this will be a banger. This will be a banger, bro. They, um, I mean, they've got chemistry, right? I don't know if you remember their, their Survivor Series match from a couple years ago. Yep. When uh, they were Intercontinental and U.S. Champions, respectively. And now this one, they've got chemistry, but this one actually has, like, some personal fuel to it. Yeah, no, Shinsuke is uh, he's talking that shit. Got that busted back. He's revamped. They revamped Shinsuke. Made him evil. Japanese evil at that. Ooh, that's that's not hey, regular yeah. evil. That shit is scary, dude. Listen, man, that foreign evil? Oh, yeah. That uh, foreign evil, That foreign bro. evil will do it. Um... I'm fucked, dude. Honestly, like, I don't know about this one. Like, yeah. I mean, I know about this one, but, like, because, we, yeah, we always hear, nah, fuck it. Seth's <laughs> going to win. Okay. Because because they're they're playing too much on this back injury. Oh, you think they're playing too much into it? Yeah. Mm. And he's going to say, fuck you, my back is fine. It might be hurting a little bit, but fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. Wrestling in 2023 means using the internet to your advantage. Yes, sir. Yep, yep, yep. I do like Evil Shinsuke. Like, he seems a little different kind of... I mean, yeah, that foreign evil would do it. He's talking in Japanese now. He feels more confident. He's getting his points across. You know what I'm saying? Uh, evil. He's I know about your back. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, everybody does, dude. Chill. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, everybody. Everybody knows about it. Um, I'm going with Seth. I'm going with Seth. Part of me wanted to go with Shinsuke, but I think Shinsuke's evil is too new for it to be fully effective. It's scary. Evil. It's too new evil. It's too new. It's scary, but not enough for me to think it'll be enough, right? His evil has to mature before he becomes champion. We have to He's see the level de- up that evil. We have to see the depths of his evil. So this revamp character, cool. He's gonna be more evil. He's just not evil enough to dethrone the champion. The mind evolved games is evil. one thing. He got to evolve that evil. The championship, or the, the the evil, the the championship is one thing to be a fear factor, but not enough to get it from you, boy. Not enough to get it just yet. So, and here's the thing, though. Hey, I could see this being the main event. Yeah. So what it would, that's what, I think it should be. That's what it takes for, <laughs> for Seth's the main event. But I can see this being the main event. It should be. I mean, yeah, world champ. If not this in the steel cage match, but I think this would be the main event. Yeah. So, um, I got to say, even us talking about it, this didn't really up my excitement too much at all. No, nah, dude. <laughs> this will be a solid pay-per-view. I just, you know, it's going to happen. Yeah, we got a couple of those happening this weekend. If there was ever a time where I'd be like, oh, I'm busy Saturday night, like I'd be okay if somebody like asked me to do something. I'm not going to do something. I'm going to watch this yeah. live. But like, if I was distracted, I wouldn't be mad. I'm trying to figure out when I'm going to watch it. <laughs> yeah, you got to work. work. And there's so much wrestling this weekend. Uh, leading yeah. us to, we still have uh, five, uh, nine more matches. Yeah. Because I we know. have AEW All Out 2023 the very next day. So much wrestling to consume. Uh, Big Ren, paper wise, on paper, what do you think, man? Uh, uh, man. <laughs> I'm not looking forward to it. No. Nah, dude, this is a a Ring of Honor special. Oh, man. Big dynamite episode for 50 fucking dollars. Ooh, talk that shit. Like, bro. Yeah. Uh Uh-uh. You know, on one hand, I know they, they, they had some matches already set. The TNT title match, Powerhouse Hobbs versus Miro. Uh, they were building to Kenny versus versus uh, Takeshita, but this does reek of and they and they did use all in to build some matches here, but this does reek of like a sequel. It reeks of yeah. uh, a week later. You knew this like, this show like was coming, up, but yeah, I'm like. I'm tight. They fucking didn't give us a fucking, like, package deal. They want 50 fucking bucks for this shit, dog. I'd gladly pay $50 for All In. That shit was tight. Yeah. But this, like, dude, like, and I know it hasn't even happened yet, but, man. Nah, dude. Like, this is fucking, I think this is fucking stupid. Having two pay-per-views back-to-back. I hear you. I think that's dumb as hell. I hear you. 
Didn't WWE do that once and it fucking totally shit the bed? It did. What they did was, if I remember right, at least the the, the example I know of, they did a Survivor Series 91 where Taker beat Hulk Hogan for the title. And then they did this Tuesday in Texas the very next week where Hogan technically won the belt back, but it was under super controversial circumstances, which led to Royal Rumble 92 where Ric Flair won. But that's the only match I can think of that happened on Tuesday in Texas. <laughs> see, see, exactly. Like we got a couple of these on this mat on, on this card that I'm sure are going to be good. They are going fuck, to. Dude. They're going to have to, like, for one match wise, wrestling wise, I think it's going to be a, a a good show wrestling wise. Yeah, they're going to have to pull out a surprise or two at the end of this night. To really like, what's the main event? I have no idea. I mean, is it going to be the inter the international championship? I don't fucking know, bro. Because I'm not sure that match deserves it, right? And while I was thinking the main event might be Omega versus Takeshita, it's Kenny Omega in Chicago. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. How's that going to work? Um, Adam Cole and MJF versus Dark Order. That's a spoiler of who they're going to face. I'm not sure that that's the main event. Uh-uh. Um, Their best bet right now would be to say that we have main events. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> Some got to go on last, though. Yeah. Right? And nothing sounds... Like, what are they going to do the fucking TNT title last? You're right. You Get know what fucked. I'm saying? <laughs> Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Do you think we still see CM Punk anyway? He's going to go to jail. He gonna... That'd be fire. That'd be fire. That'd be a dope-ass like angle. Stone, like whenever Stone Cold got arrested. Low key, that was fucking fire, That dude. would be a dope-ass angle. Yeah. Yeah. Chicago PD come out there. He starts beating the shit out of all of them. Then he gets Fuck arrested. That. I, this is my city. <laughs> It's my I'm fucking city. Tony. I'm the I'm real world Tony champ. <laughs> right, right. Because, I mean, listen, we keep hearing rumors of him being suspended. Yeah. Rumors, right? He wasn't at Dynamite, which could be because he's suspended or because they're playing into it. But on Collision tomorrow, there was the announcement. Tony kind of announced it on his Twitter. Pretty Ricky Starks, Pretty Ricky, what they call him, is going to challenge the original Pretty Ricky. Steamboat to a strap match. What you fucking with this seventy year old man for, dog? <laughs> because Pretty Ricky Steamboat is the reason Pretty Ricky Starks got suspended in the first place. Now, can we turn that into Pretty Ricky Starks challenging Pretty Ricky Steamboat? He shows up at all out, and then all of a sudden, the surprise return to CM Punk. I don't know, man. Because I don't know, dog. Well, the original plan, if you read the scuttlebutt, was that Ricky Starks was going to challenge CM Punk for the Real World Championship. And yeah. this is where all this shit started. So, we don't have a main event here. And it's all out and in Chicago. And by all accounts, by most accounts, by most accounts, it seems that people blame Jack Perry for being a dickhead versus CM Punk for maybe just handling it the wrong way. Because I think that's where the issue is. Yeah. If Jack Perry was a dickhead, 
CM Punk was right for handling it. Maybe he should have just handled it differently. Yeah. Right? That's where I'm at. So if he's not the instigator and they investigate this shit and see where and how it started, maybe CM Punk does come back. He's a surprise at the end of All Out. Listen, if this Pretty Ricky shit happens and it's at the end of All Out, oh, we're getting CM Punk. And, like, that's going to keep people in the seats. You know what I'm saying? So that, that could very well be the main event to keep people in the seats. Yeah. Because, listen, man, they're going to They do that fucking... shit first? Uh-uh. Not a chance, <laughs> right? That shit is... Bro, imagine... Bro, just imagine this. Ricky Starks in the ring, talking shit. Picking on a 70-year-old man. 70-year-old legend. In Chicago, which was one of the cities, which was the city Ricky Steamboat won the NWA World Championship in when he beat Ric Flair in 1989. Chi-Town Rumble. So he's a legend, and he's a legend who won a world championship there, and they're in fucking CM Punk's hometown. Imagine them cutting to the parking lot of some car speeding through the parking lot. They pull up. CM Punk opens a fucking door. He's 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 here to just beat some ass. <laughs> right? Crowd goes fucking nuts. You got a super heel in Ricky Starks. You got the hometown hero coming to fucking kick some ass. At this point, shit, just because we put it in the air, CM Punk has to show up. Yeah. He kinda has to. He's gotta go, he's gotta go get arrested. Cause otherwise, while there's gonna be Fuck some good matches. Shit, dog. Yeah, bro. Cause otherwise, well, there's gonna be some good matches here. Ain't shit sticking out. Uh-uh. Nothing. Ain't shit sticking out, bro. This shit is reeking of the straight-to-TV sequel. Yeah. Bro, I forgot there was a Problem Child 3. You know why? Because it sucked. It went straight to NBC. It didn't even get a theatrical release. Yeah. This shit is missing John Ritter. Yeah, they call old dude Junior. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And this and this car needs a B-O-N-E. Yeah he, yeah, he rolled out. He got tired of my shit. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Uh, let's start here, man. TNT Championship. Luchasaurus versus Darby Allen. Like, fuck, dude. Like, <laughs> what the fuck is going on, bro? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know who ain't seen in a minute? Who needs some refreshing ever since he, uh, he went creative player six and cut his hair? Wardlow. Fucking Wardlow. What happened to Wardlow, bro? Good call. Mm. See, boom. Okay. Yep. You just helped me out. Okay. I feel I like, dude, yeah. Like, man, this, this fucking card's going to fuck my numbers up. AEW <laughs> <laughs> does that. Like, they'll yeah, do with that. Yeah, some shit like this. Like, <laughs> dude. The, uh, fucking yeah. TK, motherfucker. TK. That's how he <laughs> saved in my phone. TK. Yeah. Old TK, old TTS. That's funny. <laughs> what does TTS mean? What am I missing? Old TT, old wiener. <laughs> Word, okay. All right. They said that shit on the gemstones. I fucking lost it. That's like. funny. Yeah. But, uh, okay, yeah, back to it. Um, <laughs> oh. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Darby. Fuck it. Darby takes it? Yeah, because mm. uh, World War comes back. Oh, to avenge it? Yeah. Yeah. This is tough, bro. 
Because on yeah, one dude, hand... This shouldn't be this fucking tough. Yeah. Like, on one hand, Darby Allen just won that coffin match. Darby was involved in two feuds at once, right? One with Swerve, yeah. and then the one with Christian Cage. Like, he just won the coffin match, which would make you think, oh, he can't win twice in a row, right? But also, the TNT title... I mean, we we figured out what the TNT title was. It's the crash action. It's the action belt. It's yeah. the TNT movie after the after the end of Dynamite. Back when it was yep. on TNT, it was it was that crash movie. But Darby seems to really love the TNT title. Wants to bring some prestige back to it, which it needs some prestige. It hasn't really had in a while, probably since Miro. But he did just win. But. You would think it's damn near time for Luchasaurus to turn on Christian Cage, right? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, like, does he do that? How does he do that? Like, you would think he can't, you think Darby can't win, which means Luchasaurus wins, but you would think Luchasaurus wants to turn on Christian Cage because Luchasaurus is the rightful TNT champion. I don't know either, dude. Or does Christian Cage or does Christian Cage get involved and help Luchasaurus retain because he wants to be the rightful champ? Mm. I'm going Darby. I'm going Darby. Thanks. The tough <laughs> <laughs> The tough thing is too is that how much shelf life is there for a wrestling dinosaur? Like, none. none, bro. Don't you think eventually you kind of have to grow somehow? I mean, listen, Abyss lasted as long as he did, but he also wasn't a wrestling dinosaur. Yeah, dude, like, fucking Ice Age is coming, dude. Bruh. For that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Meteors are coming, dog. blasted by the fucking asteroid. Dead ass. Not the mama, not the mama. You know what I'm saying? Uh-uh. Uh, TNT Championship. Sorry. TBS Championship. Chris Statlander versus Ruby Soho. I fucking swear <laughs> to God. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. <laughs> That's funny. That is funny as hell. <laughs> I'm gonna say it. Here's the like, thing. I already know. Here's the thing. Let's flush it out a little bit, right? Ruby Soho, for as much as we're kind of just not interested in the story, she's by proxy the most interesting she's been in a while because Soraya and Tony Storm are about to be at odds. So the same two women who recruited her so hard to be an outcast are the same two women who are at odds. What does Ruby Soho do? She ain't down. She ain't down for the fucking click. She ain't down to keep it together. Okay. She walked out on him. She walked out? She walked out on him during the match. She was like, oh, she came out. Like, like oh, what are you guys doing? Yeah. And I think Tony Storm cracked her. Oh, she, so see, I, like, miss, I miss Dynamite. That happened on Dynamite? Yeah. No, okay. no, no. No, it happened during the four-way. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was taking a shit. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
Like, I think it was Tony Storm to fucking cracked her. And it was like, you're not going to try bros fight. Right. Sometimes. Bros fight. Or like, you're just going to be like, okay, I'm going to go home now. Here's the thing, too, though. Yeah, I mean, this is more so Saray and Tony Storm. Like, listen, how tight we going to be after you crack my mom in the face? was on accident it was she's a, she used to be a wrestler she was she did she did this is true she, she's all right this ain't exactly chris jericho punching a nitro girl um <laughs> it yeah but there's also going to be the six-man tag i believe on collision right they're gonna have the, the six-woman tag on collision the outcast versus Britt baker karushita and damn who am i forgetting not chris statland is it i don't think so i'm forgetting who the sixth person is but which I imagine will lead to some more dissension in the group. No, we had what did we have on Wednesday? We had Statlander, Baker, and uh, Sheeta versus. No, okay, yeah, that was uh, Nyla. Oh, Nyla and... Rose, Emi Sakura, and uh, fuck that other MMA, Marina Shafir. Yeah, 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 yeah. Got yeah. you, got you, got you. So yeah, you got the six man tag coming up this weekend. Um, yeah. So dissension in the ranks, my guy. Good. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> I'm weak. Good. Sorry, Fuck bro. it. You are. You are. You already know who I'm picking, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. I'm going with Statlander. Yeah. I'm going with Statlander. Um, Ruby Soho's got other things to deal with, um, interesting or not. And Statlander, again, just became champ, and it doesn't seem like it's that rain is taken off the way that the Cargill rain had it shaken. So, nope. uh, we got to get this thing going. I'm not, the way that people were talking about, well, there was only one women's match at All In, I'm not mad that there was only one women's match at All In. Because no. there's a women's match showcased an all-out, their other title, and it's a direct, not a direct result, but it's tied in very closely to the one they had it all in. Yeah. It's for championship, and it's part of their leading women's faction, the Outcast. So people interneting. Yeah, people, the internet go internet. Interesting too, man. So many people weren't booked for all-in, and they're getting a spotlight on all-out. Yeah. So... I don't want to make it just a women's division thing. There were a lot of matches that needed to be showcased and all in. So some kind of had to hit the side. Uh, one of these matches I'm particularly very interested in later on didn't get booked for all in, but it's getting booked for all out. So I it, sometimes take got to go to the side. Uh, but again, you did mention it was an ROH fest for the ROH TV championship. Samoa Joe versus Shane Taylor. Talk to me. Uh yeah, to be uh some uh, big old dude slapping I'm man weak. meats, slapping man meats. Yeah, this well, you uh, can tell you can tell you can tell how into it I am. You're yeah, dog. You are geek, bro. I can feel it through the through the screen. Yeah, man. This is like the uh, like the shelf below Miro versus Powerhouse Hobbs. 
couple. Like a, li- a couple. A little more athleticism in this one, the way Samoa Joe moves. But then again, listen, man, Powerhouse Hobbs and Miro are both very athletic guys, too. I don't know yeah. a lot about Shane Taylor. I'm familiar with the name Shane Taylor. I don't know a lot about his history. I know he was TV champion ROH some years ago. I didn't realize Samoa Joe has had the ROH title for so long. Um, but... Or, I mean, Samoa Joe is a king of TV. And yeah. I think along with this being a, a title defense to to showcase the ROH TV title, this is also a match to make Samoa Joe whole again after being defeated by CM Punk. Yep. So, so I think we're on the same you're page. Picking, yeah, Samoa yeah, Joe. Yeah, we are. Samoa Joe's taking this yeah. one. Uh, Wheeler Yuta, Claudio Castagnoli versus Katsuyori Shibata and Eddie Kingston. It's going to be one of them strong style fucking things again, isn't it? <laughs> strong style fucking things. <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> it absolutely is, yes. Um, Forearms. Yeah, I'm, not very familiar. I'm not really familiar with uh, Kingston's... Shibata. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Shibata, he got some showcase in the four-way match at uh, Forbidden Door 2. He came back from a life-threatening and career-threatening neck injury, uh, which took a significant amount of time away from him. So he's one of the one of the feel-good comeback stories the last couple of years that he was able to come back and not only be himself, but, like, really be himself. See, man, like, fuck, dude. Eddie Kingston and Claudio Castagnoli have been battling. They've been the rivals. They legit hate each other. They legit are not fans of each other. Uh, Kingston just beat Wheeler Yuta uh, to retain his uh, New Japan Strong Championship. Um, yeah. That's You're, where we're at. That's where we're at, bro. That's where we're at right Claudio, now. Um, Claudio defeated Eddie Kingston at uh, Death Before Dishonor to retain the World Championship. They they just they just hate each other forever. I'm gonna go with fucking like dude. I feel like it's. I mean, my response is rushed, but like, I'm going with Kingston, Kingston Shibata. Yeah. For some reason, I'm inclined to go that way too. Um, I'm not calling it just yet. I'm looking at this card. Let me see. Ah. I'm seeing more babyface victories. Um. BCC, they haven't won a big match. I mean, they lost Blood and Guts, and they lost Stadium Stampede. It's tough for me they to see. They could lose another? They could lose another one. Yuta could eat the... I mean, hell, and at those two matches, these are the two guys who lost the fall. Yuta lost at Blood and Guts, and Casanelli lost in you know, Stadium Stampede. Um, they could lose until like Brian comes back. To whip them into shape? Yeah. Get you fucking losers back into shape. Um yeah. And Kingston always looking for some kind of measure of revenge over Cassignoli. But Cassignoli's oh, yeah. a world champ. Ah. Yeah, but Eddie is the king of strong style. Yeah, something, something like that. Champ. Spinning back fist. Um, yeah, let's say Yuta. Yuta loses. Yuta takes the fall. I'm going with Shabbat and Kingston. I'll go with it. Shabbat and Kingston. Um, this thing with the BCC, like, no matter what they do, that's the BCC. Yeah. Right. Like, they could have a 
super sick fucking match and they could lose and people are still going to talk about how sick the BCC is. Yeah, every single time. Every single time. Uh, Bullet Club Gold, eight-man tag action. Bullet Club Gold versus FTR and the Young Bucks. This will be fucking sick. Yeah. Should be. I just hope it's not like the match Bullet Club Gold just had. You know what I'm saying? Where it's just a bunch of flippy doos. <laughs> you know, because FTR, you know, what? They like to fight. They like to fight. True. Let them fight. But, yeah, okay, fuck. Well, let's Bullet break Club it down. going to win. Oh, like. okay. We're going Bullet yeah. Club Gold? Yeah, dude. Because, was... like, we still haven't got, we still, like, still never got the shake up. Yeah. Between FTR and Young Bucks. Mm-hmm. Something's going to happen between those two teams. Boom. I feel that. I feel that. Bullet Club Gold is an actual unit of four guys versus two tag teams being put together. There is dissension between FTR and Young Bucks. Do you think this leads to, I don't want to say a heel turn, but kind of for one of these teams? FTR and the Bucks, that is? Maybe. Yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe since they didn't shake up and they fucking, they do lose, FTR is like, Fuck the dumb shit. We fucking hate y'all. We're not fucking with y'all. And boom, heel turn. FTR. Yeah. I think if a team does turn heel, I think it'd be. I, I would think it'd be the Bucks. Like lack of sportsmen, like the not, lack of sportsmanship. They're in this match because of a common enemy, but in the long term, this match doesn't mean anything because they care more about the titles. And yeah, I but think, I mean, like, they already tried to shake. My, my bad, go ahead. Well, FTR tried to shake, which makes them fighting champions and respectable men. Whereas the Young Bucks are in Chicago. Listen, we talked about Kenny being in Chicago. Yeah, the Bucks are in Chicago, shit. too. And they aren't, like, on the surface, they're not like guys, guys. No. They're long-haired, flippy-doo punks from the west side. Yep. Doing all the flippy doos and just if you look at those two guys, they just generally carry themselves as less likable men. <laughs> yeah. No, you know it makes saying? it makes more sense for the Bucks to turn. If there would be one, right? I was very I was really quick to think FTR Young Bucks, but the more I talk about this match not mattering to the Young Bucks. And it is Bullet Club Gold, who they've seemingly been trying to get behind. They had the classic two out of three falls match with FTR. They just won at All In. Chinga way. I'll go with FTR in the Bucks. We'll keep it spicy. Let's go spicy. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it spicy. We'll go FTR in the Bucks. See how this shakes out. Um, This is the match that damn near said I'm looking forward to most. Miro versus Powerhouse Hobbs. Talk about meaty men slapping fucking meat. Yes, sir. That's what I was just about to say. Hell yeah. I like both of these guys, man. Powerhouse Hobbs is really like turning the corner with the book of Hobbs. You're not quite sure where he stands with QTV and the gang. Miro is fucking Miro. I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, no, it's going to be a banger for sure. Um. Yeah, I'm. I'm like, 
I'm going with Miro. Mm-hmm. And then maybe Hobbs turns on QT. Finally, finally turns. Yeah. I think I'm going that way too. I I don't know if Marshall flat out costs Hobbs the match, whether purposely or accidentally. But I think we get that split. Yeah. Because I think it was with Aaron Solo and uh I'm forgetting I'm forgetting his partner's name. Uh Nick Comoroto Camarado. Um yeah. they attacked Miro and Hobbs didn't seem the most enthused by it. But he didn't like stop it and he still capitalized with the spine buster at the end of it. So maybe this is the match where listen, Hobbs might lose and leave. But we might get this match again down the road because Hobbs wants to know for certain. Or Miro wants to know for certain. Like, yo, like, it was some shenanigans, but I'm not going to let you shenan again. Let's do this shit for real, yep. for real. Um, Yeah, I'm going to go with Miro. I'll go with Miro. Um, Adam Cole and MJF versus the Dark Order for the ROH Tag Team titles. Again, this is a spoiler. Um, Dark Order will win the <laughs> Rampage Battle Royal later on tonight if you're if you're listening to this on Friday. But uh, I'm calling MJF versus the Dark Order. Silver and Reynolds. This, I think this is going to be more about Adam Cole and MJF. But they're going to lose. Ooh. You think we get new champs? Yes, sir. Ooh, so fast. Because what the fuck what the fuck is Adam Cole and MJF gonna be doing on ROH? <laughs> I hear that. And this but this though, but this Roger Strong's gonna come out and oh. he's really gonna fuck this up. You think Roger Strong cost him the belts? Yes. Shit. Okay. I like how you think, partner. Yeah. I like how you think Paul because Warner. like because he left he left it in the hands of Adam Cole it all in Adam Cole couldn't do it so he's gonna say fuck it yeah I'm gonna fucking do it mm. I like how you think partner Dark Order because I was reading up on Dark Order and and their record here with ROH they've been on a pretty decent roll with ROH I think they've only lost one tag title match uh, one one tag team match uh, so they're on a bit of a roll here. Um that is, I mean, ooh. like Adam Cole and MJF won the belts, like they won them, which is you know, right? Like, they got that notch, right? So true enough, true enough. And Roderick Strong is clearly pissed off. Yeah, which Adam. I, which I believe is part of the long con. Um, I mean, as we as they've kind of alluded to. Adam Cole has it has had MJF working way more than MJF has been working. MJF was working once a month, maybe. And now this will be his third match in a week, let alone the tournament, let alone. So the long con is in effect here. Yep. I'm still going to go with Adam Cole and MJF retaining because Adam Cole has to find a way to get another title match. I don't know how. I don't know how. Because we've got a long way to go. Here's the thing. MJF only squeaked by. He squeaked by it all in. Oh, yeah. He did. And that's what I want to say about all in. This is just a quick aside. The thing with all in and the thing with AEW as a whole, while they put on the great shows, 
even outside of the CM Punk Jack Perry match, they didn't. They only made two stars out of it, but which were Adam Cole and MJF. But even if the CM Punk Jack Perry thing didn't happen, I'm of the belief that Adam Cole and MJF would have been the only things to talk about out of All In anyway. I mean that and the Bucks and FTR and the match. I, I'm not mad at that. I'm not yeah. mad at that. Yeah, I'll give you. I'll give you some of that. I don't think the Jericho Osprey match was strong enough. No, I think the look for Osprey was strong enough. I don't think the match was strong enough. Kenny was involved in a six-man tag, which will lead to this match. Orange Cassidy, maybe, but I'm not sure Orange Cassidy as much as the brutality of the match versus anyone who came out of it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the CM Punk Jack Perry thing kind of overshadowed everything, but star-wise, I think the only two we were going to talk about, again, you mentioned FTR in the books, but that show was built for Adam Cole and MJF to shine. Oh, yeah. Big time. Uh, interesting there. I'm going to go with Adam Cole and MJF. I think there's more there's more juice in the double clothesline. Because um, they lose the lose the belts, it's kind of tough to see where we go next, right? Their next pay-per-view is Wrestle Dream, and then we've got Full Gear in November. So we got to find a way to, to, to tell that story. So I'm going with Adam Cole and MJF. Uh, AEW International Championship, Orange Cassidy versus John. John! Moxley. The Mox, if you will. Man, fucking Orange Cassidy is pretty beat up. That dude is... He is. He's been fighting. He has. But I think it's time for a title change. Mm, you think so? Yep. We've got yeah, Orange... Yeah, dude, fucking... If... Yeah, dude, fucking... If Wheeler Yuta and Claudio lose... Yeah. You need some kind Mox of redemption, gonna, redemption for the BCC. Yeah, yeah. And like, and he'll whip them into shape for now. Get them right. I hear yeah. that. I hear that. Yeah. Orange Cassidy has defeated two thirds of the current iteration of the BCC until Brian Danielson comes back. He defeated Wheeler Yuta. He defeated Claudio. He's looking to cap it off with John Moxley. But as you bet, as you said, Orange Cassidy's beat up. He's been champion for over three hundred days, yeah. defending that belt week in and week out. It's time for a change. Yeah, it is. It's going to be... Let the dude a, rest a bit. It's going to be a fight. Orange Cassidy is not going quietly. No. This could damn near be main event. It is John Moxley. It could be. You know what? It could be. It is John Moxley. And it is a 300-plus day reign of Orange Cassidy. Tag titles ain't going to do it. TNT title is what it is. Hell no. Nah. This is the most prestigious title on the line. Yep. So this could this could serve. They they need something, a return or a debut or something, but this could serve. But I think yeah. it's time to. Um I think this is the ballad of Orange Cassidy. What we've seen out of Orange Cassidy has been remarkable leading up to <laughs> All in, all in, uh, kickboxer. Um, leading up to the promo from this past Dynamite. Yep. 
We've seen him bleed. We've seen him punch motherfuckers in the face with glass. We've seen him talk that shit that we're not used to him talking. Uh, but I think it's time. I think it's time. <clears throat> Storyline-wise, John Moxley is not as beat up as Orange Cassidy, despite all the shit John Moxley put himself through. It might be time. Yeah, I think it might be time. Uh, Kenny Omega, Kenosuke Takeshita. I might spice it up a bit, and I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna fucking go Takeshita. Really? Okay. Yeah. What you thinking? Tell me about it. Yeah. Uh, Don Callis. Yeah. That's that's really it, right there. I mean, I don't know. I I I don't see. I don't know. I don't see Kenny winning. Mm. Just don't. The you think the new uh, the Don Callis factor takes it over the top for Takeshita? I think it does, man. Yeah. So, I mean, like Kenny's bulletproof. Right. Even you if know, he loses, like, he doesn't lose. Yeah, exactly. I feel that. You I'm know, not mad at that. I mean, like he, like fucking Takeshita's not like he's not gonna get to do the one with an angel. It's not gonna happen. Got you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, he might go for it, and then Don might fucking interfere I feel or you. distract. Yeah. And then ain't gonna be no fucking roll up though, like no. last time. Right. It'll be more definitive. It's gonna be definitive. I feel like. Yeah. Am I overthinking the Chicago factor? No. I don't think so. Not that it necessarily will affect the outcome of the match, but depending on where they put this match, it could it could, you know, affect how the how the crowd goes home. Um mm. I'm not like now we've seen we this will be a coming out party for Takeshita. Yeah. I'm not as like sold on him as others might be. We've seen glimpses of his greatness against MJF, um, Brian Danielson, back when he was, you know, more of a plucky baby face. But this will be a, a true coming out party against Kenny Omega. Um I also don't want to overstate what happens if he loses. Like it's not like he's just done for. It's Don Callis. You know what I'm saying? He's 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 with Don Callis. Um at least for now. I'm a roll with Kenny. I'm a roll with Kenny. Um in a slap. This will slap. I'm gonna roll with Kenny. Uh let the good guy come out on top. Uh good guy in the story, even if he's not the good guy in Chicago. Uh let the good guy come out on top. That's gonna be interesting. Yeah, that's no. going to be interesting. The Bucks match. What's the thing too? The Bucks, but they're also teaming up with CM Punk's best friends. Yeah. So that's fun. That's a fun dynamic. And then it's Kenny. So this will be a fun crowd to see. I hope the crowd doesn't hijack it the way that we probably think they will. But yeah. uh, this will be fun. This will be fun. Fun show. Fun show. Uh, so we split on. Three matches, eight-man tag, the ROH tag titles, and Omega versus Takeshita. So we'll see how this shakes out. We agreed on everything with Payback. So we'll see how this yeah, shakes out. Uh, but how do you feel about uh, All Out now that we talked about it a little more? I want to spend the 50 on it. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah. I feel you like. You know, but I mean, like, it'll be cool. It's 
It's just I I think they're fucking nuts doing these two pay per views back to back. I feel you for the fifty, no package deal, nothing, all in, all out, nothing, dude. Yeah, yeah. like dude, I'd go for seventy five too. Like fuck, you. come on, two shows, man, four hours each. I, yeah, not bad. Yeah, that's not bad. I um I'm just not geeked for it. I'm more geeked by the idea or our idea of CM Punk still making an appearance. Yeah, uh, there's gonna be some good matches on here. The Adam Cole MJF story is gonna progress. Omega and Takeshita. I'm looking forward to that. It's gonna be good. I gotta. I just. I really want to see how this Miro Hobbs match turns out. I'm really kind of intrigued by this match. Um, That'll be fun. Yeah. So we'll see how it shakes out, man. I know we got a great weekend coming up. There's gonna be a lot of wrestling to consume and sift through. But uh, that's why you've got the hard camera. We'll be back next week with recaps for Payback and All Out um, and Big Ren's Journey and Excursions at FTA. Uh, no, I'm going that week. You're going – oh, you're going next week after the show. Yes. Got it, got yes. it, got it, got it. Well, hey, stick around, y'all. Stay tuned. Yeah. Stay tuned. Uh, Big Ren, let me know you can reach on the social medias, dog. You got it, go. All you sick fucks can find me on TikTok, Twitter, Threads, and the Instagrams at a motherfucker, a underscore M A A F F H U C K A. Check it the fuck out. Check me the fuck out on Twitter, Threads, and the Instagrams at Juvi Desayuno, J U V I D E S A Y U N O. Check out the show page. Me and Big Ren on the show page at the hard camera. Predictions, whatnot, heretofore, the set of things that nature live coverage. Uh, but you already know, man, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Amazon, Radio Public, all these places that you can see us. Catch us in New Zealand. Catch us in Australia. Catch us with 25% of the female listenership. Um, yeah, man, like I said, you'll see us next week. You'll hear us next week. It's uh, We just finished up the summer of THC. It's about to be the fall. It's going to be the autumn of THC. I don't want to say the fall of THC. The autumn oh. of THC. Uh, get your pumpkin spice ready, your, your, your bum-ass Ugg boots. Um, you got Juve. It's my partner, Big Ren, the legendary. Together we are the B-team. And until next time, we will see y'all next time. <sighs> Adios, amigos. Salute.